Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 70 of Game Time with Manny. Uh, I am at the point of my cold where I feel like it's never going to end. Well, that's... Mm. So that's You have great. something to look forward to I, every yeah, day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> I, it's also at the point where I don't remember what my life was like before mm -hmm. I had a cold. So it's, it's this, going very well. Yeah, that's... And that's the news section. <laughs> <laughs> because there is none. Yeah. Like, Merry I, Christmas. I saw, like, some rumor about, like, there's going to be a Street Fighter 6, and then I read That's the article. Bullshit. I read the article, and it, it said it was, like, 2021, I think. It, I, I mean, I read the article, sense. and it never really mentioned anything until the last sentence. Yeah, I, it, I don't believe that. It, it, yeah. Um, no, if they make a Street Fighter 6, uh -huh. it will probably be back to just... Across platform and on Xbox, right? I would assume so. Because I feel like Capcom was financially not in a great spot. They were not able to actually make five on their own, yeah. Which is crazy that, like, in the matter of just a couple years, I think they've financially pulled themselves Completely out of what a, a flipped mess. flipped their yes. whole thing, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, good. I'm very happy for them. Maybe they them. could make a fucking good fighting game. Now, the other rumor that I have is that Clockwork quit working on the Power Rangers fighting game Battle for the grid okay people think that he wouldn't have done that unless he was made he was going to work on marvel because the power rangers battle for the grid is literally just marvel like right. he made marvel mm -hmm. one of the newest characters is just virgil mm. he has virgil's voice actor he says virgil lines and does <laughs> sword loops and it's it's just it's just marvel so i wonder if hopefully he can make a marvel game that's what i want i I wouldn't hold your breath. I am not. But I also don't really care about a Street Fighter Six because I have approximately zero faith that they want to just totally fuck it up, at least for a few years until it it'll everyone's be, opinion slowly turns over time with like with Street Fighter Five. It'll be an even number Street Fighter though. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> so it'll be good. Well, three is the best one. I so I think people would argue two. Well, people are wrong. And four. Four, I'll give. <laughs> Two, I will not. And so three, this is my thing, and this makes me a criminal, I right. guess. Street Fighter Two didn't does not hold up now. It's okay. It's okay to play, but like it's not like a fun, cool fighting game. I feel <clears throat> right. I think a lot of that is fueled by nostalgia. Oh, Whereas right. like Third Strike, the animation still holds up. The actual gameplay still holds up. Whereas, like, if we went back to play Street Fighter 2 Turbo, mm -hmm. we would not play more than a half hour's worth, probably. I bet we could get an hour. I, I mean, we could force ourselves mm -hmm. to play an hour, but would it be enjoyable for the whole time? I don't know. I, hmm. I bet you could say Street Fighter 2, any of them, are the best Super Nintendo fighting games I mean, out that's... There. Yes. Because, like, it's definitely better than Mortal Kombat. It's, well, yeah, the Mortal Kombat <laughs> SNES games are absolute garbage. But the TMNT tournament fighters are okay. right, as is um, Power Rangers. Power Rangers, yeah, it's all right. But there aren't really any other no, ones. No, no. To, well, oh, uh, Killer Instinct. <laughs> oh, yeah, we played that. Killer Instinct is uh, on stream. So random. Yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck? That's insane. The arcade version of that game is very good, but that SNES version is a piece of garbage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So do you want to just talk about the games we played? Yeah. Which yeah. was also not that many. I played a couple. Yeah, I uh, I played Control. I beat right. it last night. I don't really have more thoughts than last time. Like, I beat it, mm -hmm. 
we just talked about the end before the podcast. Right, right. I could take or leave that. But the the world building, I think they do a good job. The gameplay is fine. Right. I was there was I was waiting the whole time for me to like turn some magic corner and be like, oh, I think the combat is really great, but it never got better. I don't like it. Just was fine. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, people talk about the flying as like this amazing thing. No, it was not good. It's okay. It's fine. And like, did you get the dash? Because I know that one is. I did. Yeah. Okay. So that is helpful. The yes, dash yes. is helpful, especially before you get levitate. Did you, you ever use levitate. the shield either? Yes, I used the shield to get the trophy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah, that's good. And it well, it was never it never worked. No. Even after I upgraded it like twice, they would still just shoot through it. Actually, the only enemy it helped with is the the ones that like teleport and then like scream at you. The mm-hmm. banshee ones that you fight literally twice, I think. Uh, they then they can't hurt you, and they mm. get stunned if you throw the shield at them, which is f- fine. But yeah, in regular combat, yeah, uh, yeah. what guns did you use? Just the pistol, primarily. Okay, I just used the shotgun. Mm. Like, as soon as I got the shotgun, it was the only gun I used. I don't even know what two of the other ones are. <laughs> They're called Pierce and... I don't remember the names. Pierce Spin, spin? and something else, and I don't know what they do. The I spin assume Spin was, is a machine gun. Yes, it's like a submachine Pierce gun. Pierce is probably like a sniper. Well, like, it's a charge. Oh. You have to, like, hold and charge it up and fire. Interesting. And then it can go through, like, stuff. Yeah, so I would use either just the regular gun, which right. is grip, or the shotgun, which is shatter. Yeah. And I, the shotgun, like... When you get the mods to make it so that it's more accurate, it might as well just be the pistol, mm. but does a lot more damage. So, I like the range of the pistol because I did. That typically... makes sense if you stay further back, yeah. But I, yeah, I would just run right up oh, okay. and smoke everyone instantly. So that was my play style, and I would throw a lot. <clears throat> I yes, but like I remember <clears throat> the flying enemies, like. Throwing is basically pointless. Yes, so my strat, especially for the second half of the game, was shoot the flying guys until I could take control of them, mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah. take control of all of them. Yes. Uh, which then they they can't even fight each other. Like, if mm. you have a flying guy versus a flying guy, they, like, can't hit each other. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm. You can snipe me right. magically, but you can't hit each other. And I still, even at the end, I you feel so fucking fragile. Yeah. Like, yeah. you die instantly. And mo- every side quest is, like, some insane boss that's like, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to die over and over <laughs> yeah, to yeah. this thing until I figure out its weird gimmick. Uh, Did the checkpointing eventually break you? or No, I don't know where people were talking about where it was bad. Okay. But there, I mean, the, I could see maybe for some of the side things... But the right, I, they might have patched it. Yeah, they because, did because at the end, uh, there's a. Th- this isn't a spoiler because it could mean anything. There right. are like lasers shooting out of um, satellite dishes, basically. Yes, yes. And I bet at the beginning you had to do that whole section in one go. Yes. You do not now. Oh so my like God. the first three you would do right. and then it would checkpoint. So then it's like the second layer. Oh my 
God, I can't tell you how many times I died on that third wave. Yeah. And then I had to do the whole thing <laughs> over. That is, that is why it is not in my top ten, because that is the, the last moment of the game. Oh, are you talking about when you have, like, superpowers? Because that one you have to do all at once. Superpowers? Like, when the... At the end, when you're floating in, like, weird magic space, and it's all Oh, red. no, no, that... No, I'm... Talking about like the, the satellites, because oh, okay. yeah. I think they, like you do that and then the game's over. From what I remember, no, oh, like, I guess there is a little bit more. A, you like become invincible basically, but you can still die. Okay, yeah. And so I died like right at the end, and mm. then they were like, "You do it again," and I was like, mm. "Fucking what?" Yes, uh, I do remember the satellites and like. But I, they did make it so that you only have to start over if the enemies kill you. If you fall off the edge in that area, you mm. just spawn back on the thing. Oh. And I was like, thank God. Because there are so many points yeah. where if you fall, you just die. Yes. And you lose some of the currency that you use to upgrade your weapon. And it's like, oh, you lost like 10,000 things. And mm. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I just pushed the wrong button. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So, like, I did have a lot of problems with it. I think that. Overall, I did really enjoy it, yeah. but it never like I, I was it's, I was waiting for me to think it was like oh this is like an amazing game that I will love forever. I will remember it, and I do enjoy it, and I think that if they make a sequel, they will be able to do a lot better with it. It's good, but not great. Yeah, that's that's that was my memory, and then like as I said, the satellites just like. Having to cheese my way through that, it just kind of like... Uh, at one point, I did literally have to cheese it because mm. I was about to die right. for the third time in an area. Mm. And I was like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not dying. And so then I stood in an exact place where this thing couldn't hit me. And I would throw things at it every th so often until I could control one of the enemies that was there. Mm. And then I was able to beat it and continue on but yeah maybe. just weird that they didn't have difficulty options yeah because at a certain point i would have just bumped it down and said like i just want to get through this game yeah it just i don't because i feel like even when i had only health upgrades like mm. i maxed out my health right i used health mods i still would just die like instantly yeah. So i yeah i don't know what they would even do really other than just make it so that you take less damage, I guess. And probably do more damage or something. Yeah. And enemies have, like, less health That's what's weird. Even when they say you do more damage, I feel like you don't. No, it's... So yeah. that seems weird. Because I was doing, like... Yeah, well, you upgrade the shotgun, and it right. says it does more damage each time, but then I would have three damage upgrades. It should be doing, like, 110% more damage, but it seems exactly the same. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the enemies aren't getting more health, because they're the same. So. Right. Just bizarre. Uh, yeah, so that's all I got yeah. about Control. You played Wreckfest. Yes, I uh, finished Wreckfest, I guess, Christmas night. Which is a demolition, a demolition derby. derby game made... Yes. THQ Nordic, I believe. Really? It... This might be the people who are making the Fast and the Furious game. I don't know. I think it... No, no, well, I... I it's really... <clears throat> the game is kind of split into three modes, or at least the career... There's, like, racing, which you saw me do a little I did racing. see you do a little bit, yeah. And then there's, like, a demolition derby where it's just be the last person standing, which that's all right. And then there's a third mode where it's, like, hey, it's demolition derby. You're just kind of, like, in a, an arena. But you have to knock out three enemies or, you know, 
AI in in a like a time span. That just never worked. I never mm. knocked out enough enemies in the time span, so then like I never got anything out of it and it just was very frustrating, so I typically just avoided those. Interesting. Uh, but the last man standing, I would kind of like gamify it a little bit where you could just kind of like drive around the outside and then a timer would be like, hey, you need to hit someone. So then I would just kind of run in and hit someone and then get back out and drive around a little bit. Because otherwise, if you got in the middle, you... Well, like, you're going to get screwed. Yes, yeah, that's how getting, a demolition derby yes, happens, yeah. man. You don't so, want to be up in there. And then you don't get the the points, and you yeah. you're just kind of building up points to then kind of unlock new events and stuff. So, okay. uh, the racing was it felt good. It was fun. It did start to feel very samey because there's only about probably less than ten tracks, and after about ten twelve hours of just doing the same, same tracks thing over and over, yeah, it it kind of got old. Although they did kind of like spice it up a little bit with just like these weird like one of them you're driving a sofa. That okay? <laughs> it, it controls like shit, by the way. Nice. So, sofas, sofas do not drive well. Oh no, wow! Who could have guessed? Uh, the the very first event, I it was lawnmowers, and you're doing a lawnmower demolition. That derby. one makes sense. Yeah, I see. I can mm-hmm. see that one happening. Uh, then there's school buses. And yeah, they're like these weird events, but they don't happen enough. Yeah. And for the most part, it's just kind of like doing the figure eight track or whatever. And then, like, it's very stressful going through the middle of that track. Yeah, I saw you yes. do that. You <laughs> collide with other cars, yes. and then you're just totally fucked, basically. Yes. So. Yeah. But it was fun, kind of just playing through it. And the AI is definitely designed to, like, ram you into the wall and stuff. And so it does get a little frustrating because you're like, oh, man, I'm going to win this. And then all of a sudden, like... An AI that you're lapping is just putting you into the wall, and then you're you're not finishing first. Awesome. <laughs> so then, like, I'd like tracking down. I'm like, oh, I remember this AI. I am going to take them out. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that's, that was Ruckfest. It's a demolition derby game, which they're really. The last one I remember was with the PlayStation One one. Yeah, I don't remember one from mm-hmm. a recent one. Yeah, it's been a very long time, so it was a nice change of pace. And as I said, the driving is really good. It's just, I wish there were more tracks. Yeah. So the the developer is Bugbear, and then mm-hmm. Deep Silver published it. But okay. they, it's not the same developer, but they make a lot of racing games as well. Mm-hmm. I They may have... Uh, I, I saw, like, I THQ Nordic. Bought, I think they got bought recently or something. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't really pay attention, but I did see the THQ Nordic. Yeah. Uh, which it might have been just like because I played it on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. It might be just like they did that version, and then there was like a PC version before. Yeah, maybe. So I, sometimes you know I don't know how that works. Weird. Tell me about uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. So I don't think I like this game. Okay. It took me an hour and ten minutes to beat. Okay. I heard. Did you play this? No, but I heard the soundtrack. Okay, I heard a lot of people say really positive things about this game. And so, like, the thing that I can relate it most to as another video game is Res. Okay. And I really like the music in Res, but also I think that the gameplay in Res is, like, fun enough to hold your attention over the Mm -hmm. course of, like two hours or whatever the hell res was which back then that was looked on really negatively as like oh i paid 60 dollars for this dreamcast game that was like two hours but it was like moderately replayable and the music was good and you your gameplay would affect the music in interesting ways that doesn't 
really happen here? Mm -hmm. So the thing, I think they fuck up right off the bat in that when you beat the game, you unlock a mode that just lets you play through all the songs straight with, like, no scoring in between, and it scores you at the end. Okay. You start off with having to play each thing individually, and so, like, it gives you a score after each song essentially and it like really breaks the flow of it for mm-hmm. me so it's like oh you got you get bronze silver or gold i never once got gold and that that was why i think this is really weird is like i don't think they should have even surfaced the score because it is like so meaningless but i also the score is so arbitrary man there are like these what I assume are floppy disks or like jewel cases of CDs or something that you're supposed to get. But if you don't know where they are in advance, there's literally no way you could get them. Oh. So it just seems like what the score seems so weird. And essentially the way you get scored is like a lot of the, I, I can't even really describe this game properly. It is an interactive album right and they give you story at the beginning and at the end and the whole middle is just like a fucking wild ass fever dream oh like that's stranding it, basically <laughs> like you start as this girl and then the narrator's queen latifah i do like that mm-hmm. part they got queen latifah in there uh and so, like, the narration is like, oh, this girl was in love, but then she fell out of love and was in this weird, dark dimension. And then she, like, flies up out of her room, and then you're in a mo- on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the game is you being on a motorcycle. So, like, a lot of the gameplay is basically just, like, moving left or right, which is fine because it's just, like, an interactive album. Right. But then there are, like, actual things where you have to pay attention and do gameplay. Like, it's not just, like, penalty-free. So, like, if you hit a wall or something, it will, like, you'll die, and then it'll reset, like, ten seconds before. And if you do that enough times, it'll be like, hey, you suck. Do you want to skip this? And you can say yes or never ask me this again or whatever, which kind of goes against the whole listening to the music thing, which is kind of bizarre. But there are pickups, so... There are heart like paths made of hearts that you are supposed to follow because then generally that means that you're not going to get hit. But then there are like other collectibles like larger hearts or the diamond things I talked about earlier that give you more points. So if you try to get those, you're more likely to like get hurt and then have a bad time, I guess. Mm-hmm. It actually seems like chasing the score makes it a worse experience, which I just stopped immediately because right. I was like, "What? Well, this is weird." Um I guess I like to have more plot context in my weird fever dream games because just like you you sword fight like anime style on motorcycles with these weird people wearing animal masks a lot and there's like some of them are foxes or like mm-hmm. it it and also in between each like I would say vignette you go through something that is called like heartbreak part whatever and then a tarot card a tarot card will appear mm-hmm. and it'll have like one of the arcana on it like death or hermit or something near the end you f- fight a guy with a scythe who's supposed to be death and you dance on your motorcycles sometimes there are quick time events but oh. it's like you timing based so those were the ones that felt the best because it's like then you're not controlling you're just pushing the button in time right. with the music or whatever uh, would this have been better if it was more of like a rhythm game then you think? 
I think so. Like the the in terms of a rhythm game, something like uh, Guitaru Man, right? Where it's like you're not controlling it, you're just pushing the buttons and going through the wild, wild ass story, right? What I think be better. It just yeah, the control feels so secondary to the whole experience that it's really bizarre. Does it feel like a mobile game? Yes, so it is on phones as well. It's on Apple Arcade. So, so I think like if it was a touch screen, I wonder if like it would be better. It moves quicker yeah, or something because yeah. with the stick, I feel like I move so slow hmm. to the left or right. It, at one point, you're in a car in the desert and you like drift if you hold the stick right. Hmm. It, it is weird and a whole surreal experience, and everything looks kind of like Tron, and the music is pretty good. Okay, I. Was not on board until the first song with vocals, and then I was like, whoa, this is weird. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason I was expecting more is because people kept comparing it to Carly Rae Jepsen's album, Emotion, which rules as an album. And this is not really like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has the same kind of like weird, dancey background music, but there's not really any weird vocals that much or anything. That one song was pretty good. There's a few that were pretty good. The yeah. one at the end is really good. So this is why I think I didn't like it that much, is the music I was expecting this game to have was the music that Tetris Effect had. Mm. And the final song of Tetris Effect is way more of like a weird poppy dance song than anything in this mm. game. So the, I think I was just expecting something different. Right. Whereas this is closer to Res in terms of just like weird electronic dance mm. music for most of it. But it, I, I did like it enough. Right. I mean, I just played it right before the podcast, so I haven't <clears> had a lot of time for it to like settle into my brain or anything. But it just was like weird. <laughs> and it's like an hour, so I don't know that paying twelve dollars for that is like yeah, worth it. Worth it. But if you have an Apple end, phone, yeah, it's uh, it's on uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah, so yeah. if you're paying for that, you can just mess with it or the, listen to the music on YouTube, which is what I did. Which is probably like a better experience yeah. than playing it actually, because <laughs> it's like, oh, this music's all right, yeah. but I hate that I keep crashing into this fucking wall. It's just, sometimes you shoot things, and there's like boss fight. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. At the end of every stage, a heart forms, and then it, like, explodes, and it is so fucking loud in my headphones. That part was actually cool. I did <laughs> like that part. Um, so, yeah, I have no... I mean, maybe next week I'll be like, wow, my life is transformed mm. now because I had this experience. But, yeah, you literally only... Queen Latifah talks at the beginning and at the end. And at the end, it's like... You can't even spoil this because it's so bizarre. She says something like, the girl was in love and then she fell out of love for a long time, but then she fell back into her groove. <laughs> and then, like, she floats back into her bedroom and, like, sits down and plays an acoustic guitar and then the game's over. And I was like, whoa. It was the whole message of this game that this girl was upset and then, like, took a lot of acid and mm. now she's good? I, I have no idea. It was so weird. Did they hire Queen Latifah? Just to do that. And, Those well, two just, lines. To I, do, like, <laughs> like, ten minutes of work and, like... It seems that way. <laughs> And so I got one trophy, and there are like a fucking million trophies, and they're all by solving these riddles that are based on the zodiac signs. And I don't understand how, what any of them are, or like what. One of them was like 
have the need to go fast ten times. Like, what the fuck does that mean? On what stage do I do this on? What? what so is... you're telling me this is the ultimate Scott game? Because he can I, like he can get like a hundred hours out of it. I don't know, dude. I mean, I would just if I was gonna get the trophies, I think I would just look it up you're and right. be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, so the, I got one. Mm-hmm. It was a silver trophy. It was called. It was a, the Pisces one. I think it was because I went through a tight gap in the final stage, or, or no, it was because I didn't miss any of the weird collectibles somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it, I'm sure it was. It was something. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right. Well, did you play Resident Evil 2? I did. The remake. I finished it. I wish I played this game. Um couple things yeah i and this is gonna sound really stupid yeah i realized something about resident evil what is that it is just an adventure game with horror elements sort of it also has a convoluted plot on the level of metal gear and everyone seems to look past that and forget that it is there boy shit gets buck ass wild if you look into the plot of these fucking games man yeah yeah (laughs) it's um we're not getting into that. No, yet. we're not. I, that's like, fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> people always are like, "Oh yeah, Resident Evil," and it's like, "Whoa, man, shit is batshit insane." Yeah, it's just weird because, like, as I said, like, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't quite realize it when I played seven. Well, uh, I this, I think maybe one and two are much are more, much more like adventure, adventure games, games. Like five definitely is a lot more action right. and four was like the bridge mm-hmm. between that i think it was much like four you right. shoot a lot more mm-hmm. i think and it's not as much about like ammo conservation right. as like these ones are yeah like it, it is very much just like oh you need to like solve this puzzle yeah solve the weird puzzle with the keys on the desk or whatever. well like I had to look it up because I just was like, I can't do this anymore. And it's like, oh, you needed to have picked this one item up, which you had done, and then examine it and rotate it in such a way to... It's just like, oh, man, this is like old school adventure game. Very much so, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't quite realize... And the nice thing is Resident Evil 2 isn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Like, it's not not on the scale of 7. Well, yeah. 7 just gave me nightmares for like a week (laughs) this one was manageable everyone made a big deal about mr x i wasn't as big of a fan of it no well don't play three well the reason why is because like i'm gonna spoil a little something here yeah in the game you you have this one item that you basically like it gives you x-ray vision or whatever through walls so you can like follow electrical lines yeah so you follow the electrical lines and you have to turn stuff on in like the traditional video game fashion yeah yeah. so like i'm having to scan the walls and find these outlets or whatever to turn on but i have mr x behind me so Uh i can't stop and scan the walls so then i have to like basically have them come towards me have them like attack me i have to dodge it then i have to run out of the room run out of another room and go as far away as I can to have him chase me so then he walks up and then he can like try to attack me dodge and then I can run back and scan so I do that scan unlock but now by the time I've unlocked he's back and I have to do it again to unlock another thing so then I gotta run back out run as far away as I can to get him to chase me and it's just like this isn't scary this is just not fun Interesting. it's not a good pu- like those are never good puzzles yeah and it, you know you're just like yeah this yeah. is just unnecessarily kind of annoying 
Uh, well, three is just that, right? Because with Nemesis. it's Nemesis, so. Um, but I did enjoy the game enough that I played it as Leon, and I'm starting it again as Claire. Yeah. Which the game is smart enough to know it, like, skips some stuff. And I think what I would have really liked to see is they just combine the two stories into one. Where you're just kind of, like, both into in the police department just running around unlocking things. But they're, like, inadvertently helping each other out and unlocking things. And they could have done it kind of like Yakuza 0. Mm. Where it's just, like, you're bouncing around between the two characters and, like, chapters and stuff. Yeah. I think that would have been a lot more fun rather than, like, you playing it once as one character and then you getting, like, playing it again as another character. But doing, like, some slightly different things in the same area at the same time i think it would just been more interesting if they took the time and combined the two well they're not gonna do that and they're gonna continue the trend and you will play as carlos and yeah yeah yeah, that's i get the third one they're gonna do the same thing i get that i'm just no it was was good yeah i I liked it i liked it enough that i'm playing it again yeah all right Mm -hmm. cool I wish I had played Resident Evil 2. I wish that I had played After Party before now. Um, but other than that, I don't... Yeah, I don't. We, uh, I feel good about what I played. I mean, like... There's I, some stuff I, I kind of wanted to just check out to see. But, like, I know I'm not going to, like... Um, oh, God. What is that Nintendo game that came out in the summer? Astral Chain? No, the RPG. Oh, uh, Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem. Yeah. I, I just kind of wanted to check it out, even though, like, I know I'm not into, like, 60, 70-hour games. So. Yeah. Um, I was very into Fire Emblem. Yes, I... But I don't think it is... It might not be on any of the categories here. Well, some games just don't fit the categories, which... Yeah. We're moving into Part 3, and if you listened last year, we did, like, 10 categories, and we're going to be doing the same category. Ten, same ten categories. Uh, we're doing best old game. Yeah. Uh, we're doing uh, best music, best looking. That's just basically graphics and yeah. or art style. Uh, best feel. This is basically like gameplay. Excuse me. Best multiplayer. Biggest disappointment. Uh, best surprise. Best character. Best story. And then best moment or sequence. Other than the best feel, we just shamelessly stole these categories from Giant Bomb, but that's okay because we're fans of Giant Bomb. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they don't even do it anymore. So. No, they. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're picking up the slack. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so do you want to start uh, with? Uh, we're starting with the best old game. We purposely kind of set it up so like the spoiler heavy stuff will it's be at the end. At so the it's backloaded. Yes, with, and we'll say. And uh, I mean, I will remind you. Although, Obviously, best moment or sequence will be yes. a spoiler for whatever game it's for. So, and uh, the the best category or the best old game might have some spoilers, but we would be spoiling uh, spoiling older games. None of the games I put can be spoiled. Okay, so okay, you're lucky. Everyone's lucky that I awesome. I can't spoil anything. Uh, do you just want me to go three, two, one, or do you want to swap back and forth like we do I, for game of the year? Just three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay. Uh, for my best old game, where we did top three, obviously three Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay, that still continues to rule can, in 2019. It will rule in 2020. Can you not spoil this for me? I know. I, that's <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Uh, so Smash continues to be great. I yeah. played it a lot in 2019. I will play it a lot in 2020. Right. Because there are at least six more characters that will come out over the course of the next year and a half. Uh, the last character should come out in January, so that's pretty tight. I can't wait to find out what it is. 
Uh, but yeah, Terry Bogard, man. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. They are... Did Terry Bogard, Banjo, the Dragon Quest hero, like, they... And Joker, all I was gonna say Joker was... Fucking so... Oh. They did an amazing job supporting this game. And so that's why I had to put it on there. Oh, yeah. Two, uh, DJ Max Respect... It just came out on Steam in the mm-hmm. new updated version. I've already played the Steam version for five hours, despite the fact that it runs like an absolute garbage factory on my fucking computer. Uh, I have played it for another bajillion hours in 2019 because the PS4 version got a whole bunch of DLC. More DLC is going to come out in 2020, so maybe it'll be on there again next year. Perfect. And it'll come out of early access on Steam in 2020, so that's very exciting. And can I guess what your number one is? What is it? Monster Hunter. Yeah, man. <laughs> Monster Hunter World. Fuck. Iceborne came out this year. It is a masterpiece. If you like Monster Hunter World and you want more of that shit, mm-hmm. Iceborne, you should get it. Oh my god, I played it with Nukio again the other night and it's always fun. I love every moment of it. Is this your game of the year? Like... If you had if to, I if I didn't adhere to my own rules, it would be my game of the year it for is your, sure. Your favorite gaming experience of oh, hundred percent. Like I, it's impo- I don't understand mm-hmm. how I like it as much as I do because right. it's just like oh, just do the same thing again with harder monsters. But I played it for another hundred and fifty hours or something, mm-hmm. and like, oh boy, see like. My top three old games are my three favorite games of the year. <laughs> I don't know if you're like in a similar situation. Where uh, you're like, maybe. I, I mean, DJ Max, like nothing new other than new songs is that it's not like a new experience. It's just like I continued to play it, it because I right, liked right. it last year as my game of the year. So like, makes sense. The same thing with Smash. Like right. I just like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? What were yours? Uh, number three is Sunset Overdrive. Nah, I, I you did really oh, like Sunset yeah, like, Overdrive. Yeah, it's almost like that game was made for. I me. know because I love third person shooters and I love just like running around mobility. Mm-hmm. It, that's why I love like Crackdown and Age of <laughs> Mayhem. They're bad games, or like this is probably like legitimately the best one. Well, of I, those. I was gonna say I don't think Sunset Overdrive is a bad game. But the like, traversal is yeah, like yeah. super fun and smooth. It's oh, very yeah. very good. And I love the soundtrack and how it's all like original soundtrack but they like made it all pop punky yeah and uh the attitude it wasn't as funny as like they were going for but definitely not but it it worked well enough and like some of the stuff was legitimately funny i know you didn't finish it but yeah i did not i got like over at least over halfway through Mm -hmm. but yeah the the game just clicked with me in a way that i it is definitely one of my favorite games of the generation, and I think I like it more than Spider-Man. Interesting. So that's that's how highly I think of yeah. it. Um, my number two is Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah, I because I just I loved it last year, and then I continued to play it this year. And then, did you buy the expansion, I, Giant Boys or whatever? No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. But I played through it. I loved it. I eventually beat it this year. Mm-hmm. And then sometime in the summer, it was added to Game Pass, and I was like, I could download it on, from Game Pass, and that's going to be like an easy 500 achievement points, because I know I can beat the game. Yeah. So I did that, and I played through it again, and nice. I beat it in like my first or second try, so. Yeah, that, I, that seems to happen with people now. Like, if you start it now, you'll probably beat it on your first or second try, because mm-hmm. they made it so that it's more about, like, doing more playthroughs to mm-hmm. do stuff. 
which is interesting yeah, because yeah. that was not my experience no, playing no. it originally. It, it still bothers me a little bit that like I tried every single day to beat it, yeah. and then as soon as they patched it and changed <laughs> it, I beat it the first day. Yeah. So it's like, which now they're doing a new. Maybe that that's what you're asking. No, about. so there was the giant. I can't remember what it was called. It was like giant something. I don't remember mm-hmm. if it was a free expansion or not. But they added a couple new areas and a bunch of new weapons and stuff. Right. They're doing another paid expansion, which is like. Legacy? smaller it's like five dollars or something but i think they said it adds a new boss a new area and a bunch of new items as well well there's also doing i, I saw something about like a legacy that lets you like play older versions oh, of the game so i kind of want to like check back and like go back to the original yes yeah, see, and it, see it, if it. i can actually beat it mm-hmm. but either way i mean like i love dead cells yeah, it's a great last game. year yeah. and i think i like it even more this year yeah and then my number one game of the year is Cheating. It's actually three games. Oh, damn. It's the Mass Effect trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, did I, play those yes, this year. Yeah, I, they were. Uh huh. See, for me, like, I liked all three, and I liked all three for very different reasons. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, like, separate them. And, yeah, which it, makes sense as a trilogy. It's yes. like, yeah. I feel like this is a case where like it's fair to say like <laughs> this is one game because it is all one story. It is, much. yeah, it's a continuation. So like but like I think like one, I like the RPG elements. I think it has the best RPG That's elements. That's true for sure. Cause then they became more like just a third person uh, yeah, shooter yeah. after that. And then also I I think first one has the best story. Oh yeah. Probably because like, like the yeah. other ones like the second one has two been... is more like about the characters yes. which technically yes. a story but like it's not about the journey it's yes. about collecting these characters and then the third one is sure it has a story yes. <laughs> but the first one like if that was just a standalone game oh yeah it would be great that's a just a solid yeah. story yeah the whole the saren mm-hmm. and all that yes, yeah it's yes. very good and then the second one as we said it is all about the characters yeah and like those individual character stories are fantastic they are yeah uh, especially like Morden's is probably the best. Oh, so good. Story and then that one story. even pays off in yes. three more so. Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And then the third one, like, I look at that and I'm like, this is the pinnacle gameplay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, I don't re- see because we played them right in a row. Yes. Obviously, the gap between two and three, I did not remember how much better three yes, plays. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, even for that short amount of time, like, they just, like, tightened it up to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, oh, this actually feels a lot better. This feels like a good third person. Yeah. Shooter. Um, and what I'd love to see is them combine the three into like a trilogy pack where it has like, like the third, uh, the gameplay of three, Mm -hmm. maybe more RPG elements of one. Yeah. And like, and the level system just kind of transfers over from save to save. I think that would be just an awesome way to play. No, that, that would game. be cool. It's so. too bad Mass Effect is dead forever, and we'll never get another one. We in our will lives. get a trilogy, and then they'll be like, "Let's let's test the waters, and let's have this this remake trilogy." I God, guarantee I it. want it so bad. I guarantee. I, they didn't it. even fucking re-release them on PS4 and Xbox One. I mean, well, no, technically, no. like through backwards compatibility, but right. like I can't just buy a yeah, trilogy. Yeah. I mean, I own them all, right. but I can't just buy like a trilogy pack or something, which is bizarre i free money on the table i still can't believe that they released mass effect 3 on the wii u in just mass effect 3 that is just bizarre well yeah but you could play those comics to make (laughs) the choices from the first two that is yeah that would just be awful that that would be a terrible experience all around it is and you know there's someone out there oh they just i know yeah (laughs) So, yep, that's my old game of the year. Okay. Um, I 
the more I think about it, I think if we did like another like top ten of all time, mm-hmm. I think I would somehow get a Mass Effect nice. into my top ten. Do you like that? My two is will forever be in my top. I, 10. I think I would put two just because I think it is the best out overall. Of the three. Probably well because it has the least shortcomings of the yes. three. Like yes, I do like one and three, but they both have problems that are like ooh. Yeah, like, even, I remember one weekend... Tell me another story of the show. <laughs> you were like, oh, I can't hang out this weekend. And I was like, I can't play Mass Effect. <laughs> so then I just started replaying one. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the Ma- Mass Effect yeah. definitely clicked with me Dumb. in a way that, like, is not very surprising, because I was like... No, I, I mean, you like third-person shooters. Third yeah, so shooters, it makes so. sense that it would... Yes. It would do it. So, yep. Uh, no. Tell me about your favorite music of the year, Manny. All right. Three, this is an hour old. I said Sayonara Wild mm-hmm. Hearts because I looked at the music of other products that I mm-hmm. had played and was like, oh, whoa, no. tell me about the music <laughs> in this game. Uh, and so before I played Sayonara Wild Hearts, I mm-hmm. did have Devil May Cry 5 as the okay. music of that because Devil Trigger is such a sick fucking jam it that is. I was going to say that. But I was Sayonara Wild Hearts just because that is that is the game, yeah, is the yeah. music, and I actually do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that makes sense. Uh, two was Katana Zero, um, which is... Uh, did you ever play Hotline Miami? I'm familiar with Okay, it. so it is like that music right. where it is just like extreme trance music that is super heavy hitting and they're all by like real artists right. in that space just like hotline miami was so they're all very good and they fit the whole vibe of that game and like everything that's going on it i listen to it sometimes outside of the game as well right. which is usually a sign that i actually do like the music it just i don't know it's wild mm-hmm. that game is fucking wild and the music definitely added to it um a lot, and then best music, which I have a feeling will be on your list uh, for me, was Cadence of Hyrule. Okay, yeah, just because shit, it's what a fucking, it's a good man, soundtrack, what a fucking good soundtrack, man. And uh, oh god, I can't think of the guy's name that did the Danny Baranowski. Oh, yeah. uh, his remixes of that music is just like mm-hmm. fucking twelve out of ten. Like he kills it. And I mean that is that is the game. It is right, it right. is a game themed around music, about music. It is just Crypt of the Necro Dancer, but turned into a Zelda like experience. And you link Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it, it, everything about it. I like Zelda music to begin with, but I think it is like a killer, killer remixes of that music. Yes. And the way they incorporate all of the instruments and stuff is, is oh, it's top top. Notch. Yes, it is fantastic. It's yeah. just taking uh, link to the past music and just yeah, like, like amping it up. Yes, it basically. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's yeah. that's what I got. That's what a about, solid list. What about you? Um, my number three, mm-hmm. my friend Pedro. Okay, I did not hear the sound of this game when I saw gameplay. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was looking at it. It, it. It's probably like the Hotline Miami. It's just yeah. very like instrumental, kind of grimy and grungy, but upbeat at the same time. And yeah, it just yeah. it just makes you, like pushes you forward and makes you want to just like fuck shit up. You okay. Know? Yeah. You're I just like, you. yeah, 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 I got this. <laughs> yes. So I just really kind of enjoyed that that soundtrack. I just remember playing the game and be like, this is a good soundtrack. Yeah. I really like this. Uh, my number two. 
It's a game I didn't play. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah. I but just, you said you listened to it. Yes, so I've listened it, to yeah, the soundtrack, it is, and it's it just like, good. this is actually, like, there's a, there's a couple songs that I think are just, like, really good. Yeah, and I would good. actively listen to them, like, outside of video games. Yeah. And then my number one is going to surprise you. I know. It's Devil May Cry 5. Okay. It All is right. uh, because of Devil Trigger. Devil just... Trigger is such a fucking good song. And yes. I like it so much. I listen I, yeah. to it all the time. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, so it's so good. Good. <laughs> See, I, I can't even name any other songs, but it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, no. Who cares? This is Dante's my... theme, Virgil's theme. Yeah, who yeah. cares? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's the song of the year. Devil Trigger is Nero's theme, so yes. I'll give yes. him that. It's in it fucking it rips. Oh yeah, it is it's... an excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And it's funny. I was on YouTube, and you remember at the Game Awards, I was like, "Why don't they have this song performing?" They performed it last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. So like, I watched that. The man yeah. not great at that uh, event, but the lady excellent. She did yes. an excellent job. I think they didn't they like drop that guy. I don't know. There was some weird. Con- there was some weird controversy with that guy where I, he like had sex with a minor or something. I oh, believe. I don't pay. Attention I, I think enough. it was that guy, anyways. But I, mm-hmm. yeah, he. I think her. She is the one who mainly does that okay. stuff, anyways. So. I do want to give a couple quick shout outs. I did yeah. like the Cadence of Hyrule, <sighs> but I was going through listening to music and I was like, I think I like uh, the like the actual Zelda that came out this year a little bit more. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, I, like Link's Awakening, uh, is, and, which is also music themed. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's so, yeah, it makes sense. And then another quick shout out is Ape Out that mm. has like jazzy. Yes, I yeah. That is excellent, but like I didn't really love the gameplay. Definitely not for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I think there was some strong music this year. Yeah, I I agree with that. Ah, uh, so. All right, best looking. Uh, my list, I went more heavily towards like art style as opposed to like pure technical. But number three, uh, I picked Judgment. Okay. Because it's just like it's amazing. I don't. It's yeah. Still, I don't understand, and I feel like Yakuza, the Yakuza team for years has like been on some shit that other developers don't have or something. Yeah. Because like the ca- the fucking character models always look so realistic. Mm-hmm. and judgment was just like that again but even better they just man i think it's because they designed the games for playstation and that's all they're like focusing on like but i i think it's also like it might be one of those things where they don't make the game and then cast a person right like i think they cast a person and just like do the whole everything Mm -hmm. based around that because it's like i don't know another game's character sometimes will like look out of place or like the animation won't be as good but like I never feel that way no, about no, Yakuza no. games. So, like, Judgment, obviously, being the same team, was the same way. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, talk just looks very real. And, yes. like, their facial expressions are always really good. So, yeah. Yeah, like, we're, like, Control. I, she didn't look right to me. To me. No. Sometimes There's, she would look okay. Yeah. And what really freaked me out in Control was... Remedy likes to do the thing where they also have the live action people. Yes. So when you're looking at the pictures that they took of her, like mm-hmm. from spying on her, it is a real person, and right. you're like, oh, my brain is breaking. Yeah, yeah. So they do that a lot, and it is really creepy. Yeah. And that's why it's just like so bizarre that it won like best looking this year. I don't think it looked very no, great. Like I it don't. just, I, it, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Um, two was Luigi's Mansion Three. Okay, yeah. I I don't. Know, I talk about it every week on this podcast, and I feel like <laughs> I fucking that game is so charming, and it make I want to hug Luigi, and like the animation does a lot for me, and that like the I will forever be amazed that Nintendo games look 
like modern on the switch even though like that thing is so far Mm. from being modern and like that game runs well it looks ridiculous the animation is insane like just all of it comes together and it's like hot luigi how do you do this (laughs) yeah and it's not even nintendo no yeah it's like it's a it's a i think they might be a second party studio because they bought them but like yeah i it, hey, the game has no right to look that way. No, like you, no. it should not look as good as it does. It, it has the Nintendo magic somehow. So, like they sprinkled the shit <laughs> on there, and you're like, "Oh my god, what? How?" Yeah, yeah. Because then there are games that like you look at on a PS4 or like an Xbox One, and you're like, "This looks like shit." Yeah. Nintendo's over here with Luigi. Mm-hmm. You guys see the shit? Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. And then Pokemon comes out, and you're like... And you're like, fucking... Somebody didn't get the magic sprinkles, because... Yeah. Oh, my God. So that is not your best-looking game? No, of the year? they did not fucking get the Nintendo secret sauce no, on the Pokemon don't. game. Jesus Christ. I... That one baffles me. Like, I mm. actively think about how that game looks sometimes, and mm. some of the animations, and I'm like, what happened? What, what, what did you do? It's it's sad. And my number one, just because I like neon colors a lot, was Concrete Genie. Okay. Uh, and that game is another one that has uh, just like a really good art style that right. kind of masks how it's like lower in terms of like technical quality. I think. Um, but yeah, just like the the way everything moves and the neon that you paint on all the walls mm-hmm. of the town Dusker is insane and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It did just, you? It looks really good, and some it looks kind of painted as yes. well at the same time. Yeah. Did you like the way the like humans looked, or that one I could take or leave? Yeah. But they did it in a way that it was like stop motion, right? For a lot of the stuff, so it just looks like clay animation, which mm. I am yeah, all about that as well. So, yeah, I, the human characters I don't think look particularly good in terms of like the art style. It's right. just not my jam. But the genies all look really cool. The well, the genies you can customize. You can well. customize them too, yeah. And just uh, the way every the paint and everything looks on yeah, all the yeah. buildings, I think, is super, super cool. Yeah, so, yeah. That is what I got. Okay, cool. What do you? I know what one of yours is going to be. I think. Uh, this year I was not blown away by just like art style. I thought it was a weaker year for art. Yeah, that's probably true. So I just kind of went. Did not like Link's Awakening. No, I. <laughs> I did not like the way it, <laughs> the way it looked. It looks like a Funko Pop. That's that, all I'm okay, saying. Okay, well, that's, that's, that, why are you ruining it for me <laughs> retroactively? It, 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 it's a bad art style. But so I just kind of went with just more oh, technical. Like one of one of the some technical things happened this year that look oh, out yeah. of fucking control. Um, my number three is Double May Cry. Okay, that is. It, yes. And because, like, it's because it looks really good, but then, like, the animation with how fast-paced it is, mm-hmm. and it never looks bad, even with how quickly, like, it's moving. Okay, I, this is a very important question. Okay. Have you seen any of the special edition cutscenes of them when they are filming? Yes, oh, yes. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Where it's, like, live action? I almost wish it looked like that instead. <laughs> it would be different. Oh, boy. It, but, yes, I... I mean, just the cutscenes look incredible. Oh, they do, and the, the mocap yeah, is yeah. insane mm-hmm. for what it is. Right. Yeah, it's... So, like, Judgment was actually like number four, and I was like, I don't know, what do I pick? No, yeah, Judgment and Devil May Cry, I think, is 
looks really good specifically because it's not it, not like Judgment where... It's going for real life. But also, like, the characters aren't there for as long. Like, yes. the cutscenes of Devil May Cry are, like, generally short mm-hmm. and just to go in between stages. Yes, yes. And then the animation in stages still looks ridiculous yes. as well, so... So that's why I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give it to Devil May Cry because, like, even in motion, it looks incredible. Yeah. And it they do have more of, like, a emo art style oh yeah so Uh it's got some stuff going on it's got a lot going on uh my number two is gears gears 5 okay which when i was playing it i was like this may be the best looking game like technically speaking i've ever played not true anymore hey it was at the time (laughs) where i was just like man like at the beginning of the game you're like in a jungle with like water around you're like this looks incredible it's very colorful and yeah I, I i was just blown away because there are a lot of different biomes and it is a great looking game yeah, yeah. but then it got uh, usurped by the greatest looking game of all time which is call of duty modern warfare it doesn't it's not possible i, I, I don't it do, i don't it looks too real. It does. It's, it's not natural. I don't understand. And like, okay, so the the fucking the like texture pack on PC is like fucking like a hundred thirty gigs or some shit. I'm sure. Like what? <laughs> I'm playing. I played it on PlayStation Four, and it looks and real. it looks ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, it's baffling yes. to me how a game can look that photorealistic. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And it's only going to get better with the generation. I know. It's but so. the answer is pouring billions of dollars into it. I guess, and... yeah. That, uh, that, yeah. The more you can see the money. Yes. Like, there yes, it is. Yes. And I would say with all three of my games, you can see the money. Yeah. Well, Devil May Cry, I don't know that they had that much as much money as... Uh, the other two. Yeah, for sure. But, but, like, I bet, like, Capcom... I think Capcom knew that that's a popular yes, enough yes. thing that they needed to... Do you think they put more money into Resident Evil? Yes. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I I don't understand. Call of Duty looks yeah, fucking crazy. It's, it's crazy. How... And that's not normally the kind of thing that I like get behind. Yeah. yeah. But fuck, man, it looks ridiculous. I so still like, can't believe. Yeah, technically, it is <laughs> yes. on a different scale <laughs> of ridiculous looking. Which. Yeah, there's n- like words you can't just look it up yeah, just man, watch some cutscenes it. it's ridiculous i don't understand yeah, yeah. so that's that's what i got yeah um so moving on we got best feel oh yeah uh i i have a feeling i know one of your three okay well three i put sekiro Okay. I like how Sekiro feels. Everybody yeah. else can go fuck themselves. Uh, a lot of people ended up like... I mean, Sekiro won Game of the Year, I guess. But I, I yeah, felt yeah. like retroactively a lot of people were kind of shitty about Sekiro. Just because they were like, it doesn't live up to the soul's name. and doesn't have like the replayability necessarily. But I, I, I don't know. like The parry timing I got really good at really quick. And it's one of those things where like it forces you to learn how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Like you'll hit bosses. Like leading up to a boss... The game is trying to get you to do a specific thing so that you know how to fight the boss or like are better equipped to fight the boss if you mm-hmm. want to do it the intended way, quote unquote. Um, so I just the whole thing in terms of like design and progression and the way the sword fighting fell, I I was a big fan of. And the animation is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and like 
when you do get those like parry times, you're like, man, I'm cool. This I'm so cool <laughs> right now. Yeah, I stabbed you and killed you in one hit, and I am mm-hmm. the greatest. Yes, yes. Actually, all three of my games this year involve a sword. Oh. So, uh... Number two is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, yeah. I uh, and because... I don't, people have played Devil May Cry 3 before. Yeah. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Except now... So, this is where I knew that Devil May Cry 5 was good. Was when every idiot who would not shut the fuck up about Devil May Cry 3 being the greatest playing action game of all time, mm. accepted that maybe 5 is actually better in terms of gameplay. And I, my head almost exploded, because I was like, there's no way that these people are actually going to admit that maybe 5 plays better than 3 does. I think it does, and it just gives you like more options and stuff. Right. It is... It, I don't know. It just is that stylish action quote unquote and like things flow into other things there are so many styles that you could have you could play it so many different ways with all the weapons and style changes and stuff like that and sometimes you could like pick different characters yeah different characters depending on the scenario and like it just do what you want but also it feels good i hate v i cannot stand playing as v because i feel like it goes against my feelings about devil may cry but he can read poetry so that's cool now, how would you like rank like DMC and like at least the gameplay aspect of it? Uh, probably five, three, four, one, two. No DMC the, the oh Ninja DMC. Theory. I I actually liked it. Yeah, it's like, not yeah. it's not quite the same though right. because it's like some of it was more. It's different. It had a lot more like puzzly elements to it, like mm. oh, you can only kill this enemy with this type of weapon, okay. or like the colors have to match, or that kind of thing. So it felt like it got away a little bit from like the stylish action point of mm-hmm. it. I mean, it still felt cool to do right. things. I defend that game more than most people do, I think, because I wish they had made a second one. Not not that I don't think they should have made Devil May Cry Five right. now that we have it, but yeah, I don't really know in terms of it. It's so different. Though, it is dude. so different. But yeah, I mean, like, 5 is the direct descendant of oh, right, 3 right, right. and the way it plays. 4 is, like, okay, but it just yeah. still doesn't feel as good as 3 does somehow, and I don't really understand how that could have happened, but hmm. 2 is a trash game. Yeah, and one, 1 is, like, such a different thing, because it was originally going to be, like, a Resident Evil thing, mm. and so it feels slightly more like an adventure game, almost, than an action game. It's just weird, hmm. and it's punishingly difficult for reasons that I don't quite grasp. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Devil May Cry 5, I think, is mm-hmm. feels really good, and yeah. I like going back to it and playing. I mean, that's the whole thing, is, like, they hope you think it's fun enough to play it again and again right. to unlock all the stuff and do all the... Well, and, like, that you just keep unlocking, like, harder difficulties. There's, yeah. like, a ton of difficulties. Yeah, options. Heaven and Hell, Hell or Hell, all their yeah. cool, fun difficulties. Um, and my number one best feel is Katana Zero. Okay. Because I fucking... Oh, man. You slow down time, you cut the bullets, or you deflect the bullets back at them, and it just... Everything about it... I don't know. It flows mm-hmm. so well together. It has... I feel similarly to in Dead Cells when you roll through a door. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this feels so good. I feel that way about a lot of the way Katana Zero plays. Okay. It is like, 
the character is heavier, I think, than most people would expect. Right. But then with the, like, time slowdown and stuff, you can do all kinds of crazy shit. And then seeing it play out in, like, real time when you're done, you're like, I did that. <laughs> right, and right. I am the coolest person mm. ever. Uh, so later on, it gets just absolutely crazy where you just, like, cut through people to deflect a bullet back at someone to throw something at a camera. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you just throw bottles at people to distract them and, like, do all kinds of insane shit. Um, yeah, I liked, I liked it a lot. Do you think the the puzzle elements enhanced it or kind of, like, brought it down? Uh, would you have preferred if it was a little more action? Or do I think, think I would have preferred if it was a little more action-y, but it is one of those things where it's, like, because it was more puzzle-based, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be good at it all the right. time. Like, it just means that you have to figure out the solution. Yes. Which, I mean, you could do multiple solutions. Like, if you were good enough, you right, could just right, shred right. shit. But, yeah, I, I think it actually benefited from having the puzzle elements. I know not everyone agrees with yeah, that. Yeah. But I I did enjoy it. So. Yeah. yeah. Sounds what I got. Awesome. Uh, my number three? Best feel. Yes. Go for it. Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Because, as it turns out, it's not only a good-looking game. It plays well. They, they, people like yes. the Call of Duty. This I mean, is yes. the first one in a long time that people are not bitching about endlessly. Apparently it made, like, a billion dollars. Oh, I don't doubt that. And, like, that's not an exaggeration. Apparently it hit a billion dollars. Oh, I, do, I don't doubt that. I mean, Call of Duty <laughs> yes, is, yes. has been... I mean, it's been on the decline for the past few years. But, but like, I mean, it, we say still that... Still a lot of money for declining. Declining, quote-unquote, every year it's the best-selling game. I know. So, like, declining is, quote But they're unquote, making less money y- yes, than they yes. were before. But now they've made the most money. Yeah, and they... I mean, it is... Mm-hmm. It's... I felt like it was impossible for them not to because Modern Warfare, like, reinvented video games, I feel like, at this point. So then this is the same name. Yes. They're like, this. we're going back to what you craved, Mm -hmm. and people do like it because they're Call of Duty fans, bitch, every year about the multiplayer, but this is the first time where people are like, yeah, I like Mm -hmm. this. And and it felt good. I didn't play the multiplayer. I just played the campaign. Great campaign, but yes, I mean, like, as it turns out, like, they're really good at making first-person shooters. They are, yeah. So, yeah. how they do it. Uh, my number two is, uh, I think your number two, mm-hmm. Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, boy. Uh, there's just something so satisfying <laughs> about just, like, getting into that groove and just and going. And the enemies explode. Yes. And you're, this is great. Who did you like, did Nero or Dante? Oh, I Dante in this one. Mm. I don't so much like Nero's arm mechanic right. as much, whereas in four I liked his mechanic a yes. lot, uh, just because you just pull the things to you. It's basically Which like easier Dante. You could pull them in. You this can one. do that, but yeah, then he's got all the weird abilities yes. and stuff that you're supposed to get with. But then. Dante just has the most options because yeah. he just is. Oh, which of the styles do you want? Which weapon mm-hmm. in the style? I didn't. He got a motorcycle. He's got a motorcycle. <laughs> I always turned off the hats because, like, I didn't like the fact that you lose the red. Oh orbs yeah, or I have never really used the. I was like, hat, I don't because, yeah. like, I, I, like, I, I did get good enough that I was like trait changing between the styles, like in combos and stuff. Yeah, and I would switch to that, and then I'd be losing all the red 
and I was like, oh no, I need this stuff to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of like unequipped that one and I just stuck with the three like yeah. that I was switching with. But yeah, that motorcycle is it's just like... buck wild. <laughs> it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. But that's what makes Double My Cry so great. And yeah. Yes, it is just a very satisfying thing. And I know you didn't like B- V, but I definitely appreciated V. As a beginner to the yeah. Devil May Cry, like it was a great intro of like how I, what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, and, but then like once I got to about the halfway point when Dante actually like enters the picture, mm-hmm. that's when it, like the game like really clicked with me, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of sick of V now. Yeah. I appreciated early on because it definitely taught me like how to play the game. But, definitely, like, but I just like I don't. Devil May Cry to me is not being like a weird third party to the battle. I mean, yes. obviously you get in there and yes. use his cane or whatever to kill them, but yeah, it just something about it's... like throwing the bird. I was just like, this feels mm-hmm. not right. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's fine. I did really like the the way they integrated multiplayer. Yeah, where like in the background you'd have like somebody else playing. Yeah. And so, like, I, I imagine, like, how many times, like, I was in the background of somebody else's game, and if it was early on, I'm sorry, it wasn't very stylish. <laughs> I That only actually worked for me one time. Oh, really? And it was in the stage where all three are there. Right. And they're at the, at the same yeah, yeah. time. That was the only time it ever worked. Oh, really? It would, like, tell me, like, oh, this person was here, and I was like, the fuck they were. Mm-hmm. But that was the first week it came out, so it was probably broken. Oh, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. true. Because but... I played it, uh, like, a month or two later, and, yeah. like, I played it on Xbox, and, like, I definitely would be like, hey, this person was here. Yeah, it would say that, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, I don't believe that. <laughs> they also had a bunch that were, like, very clearly just names that were random things mm-hmm. that they had built into the game. Right. So I would see those a lot, but never um, real people, usually. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what was, oh, my number one. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> Crackdown 3, baby. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No. yeah, Manny. I did not really... think that was it. I, I mean, I get the mobility, <laughs> the movement. It, yeah, it's really good. Oh, but the shooting. It's okay. <laughs> Manny, the I, shooting is fine. I get it. You like it? You like I played the feel? It, you I played, played it last night. Time. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. You played it last night. Well, because, like... It's one of those things, like, last night, I was like, I don't want to get into a new game now, so I'll just, like, hop back into my world and just try to collect more agility orbs, and it's just so much fun to just run around and jump over buildings and just jump around. I know it is. I love it. I know. I love it. I I can't stop. It's a problem. (laughs) Every time I play it, I'm like, oh my god, it's been two hours. Uh, I don't know what's I'm, wrong with me. I'm glad that you like Crackdown 3, <laughs> and I'm glad that you like how it feels. I, it, I Jumping over buildings and yes. stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. And, like, just traversing is yeah. fun enough. Yeah. But, yeah, the other elements are what really get me. The shooting is okay. The shooting is okay. And the driving, the driving is, is actively bad. Is actively <laughs> not good. But, I, like, why are you driving in that game? Because I wanted the driving points or whatever. For, to, like, just, you're, you're you gotta get the ruining orbs. your experience. <laughs> just just go for agility orbs. Well, I'm not going to play it again. I That's have fine. over 700 agility orbs. I have less than 40 to go. 
I'll get them. I, it's the, hard. I know that you don't know where they are. The, the world is large. It, it, it's not that large, actually. It's not that big, but you, you'd but be they're surprised. Hidden well. They're hidden. They're hidden well. Yeah. So, yeah. No, Crackdown 3 is uh, my is the best feeling oh, game of the year. Well, Crackdown 3 won't Come be on, the like, best multiplayer game. No. Because um, <laughs> the multiplayer sucks ass. And I didn't play it. Oh, okay, I did. Mm, well, see, see, like... You made mistakes in this game. You would have liked it a lot more if hey, you played it like me. I needed to find out what they were talking about with their cloud technology. Right? Was it worth it? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Do you still have that game downloaded? No. Oh, that's well, too may- bad. maybe. I don't know. Because it's two different executables, which is it the is funniest It is two different part. executables. Mm. Because they were like, well, this isn't mm. good enough to be given to you as one. Yeah, yeah. The best multiplayer is was the hardest for me, just because like mm-hmm. I don't play enough multiplayer games, but yeah. I was able to get three. So. Okay. My three, even though I did not play it, was Heave Ho. Oh, okay. Because I yeah. watched you guys play Heave Ho during Extra Life, mm-hmm. and it may have been one of the times I laughed <laughs> the most during the entire year at any given moment, because what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> For those who don't know, it is this game you play as basically Geodude from mm-hmm. Pokemon. It's like a face with two arms, and you get each other to the goal. You yeah, buttons you just... control each arm, and you mm-hmm. let go or grab on, and you can the whole... grab on to each other, right. fling them, whatever. Apparently that game is single player. Like I could not imagine that being fun. I could not imagine that being fun either. But it was hilarious to watch yes, you guys yes. play multiplayer. It's kind of sad that like we will never play that again. With, like the four of us, I just don't envision a scenario where the four of us are like all together again, yeah, and able to play through that game unless we do like extra life again. And then at that point, we're going to be like maybe halfway through the game or what? I don't and know you where. Yeah, you won't have like uh... we'll have to restart it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, number two, another game that I also played during Extra Life, but have played since then, Killer Queen Black. Okay. Killer Queen is not a new game, but Killer Queen Black finally came to PC and Switch, and, uh, I am a big fan. I'm going Mm. pro soon. Um, just because, I, I don't know. It is one of those things where it is a simple thing. Right. You, there are three people are worker bees, one is the queen, and you win one of three victories, and you actually have to communicate with the people you are with and know when to listen to them and when not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing very poorly when I was the queen, but then when Willie was the queen, uh, we did much better. And it's just like, yeah, you got to decide. Like, am I going to be on the snail? Am I going to actually get attack to try to help mm-hmm. out the queen? Or am I going to try to win the economic victory by filling up the hive? You know, right, and it's right. like something is always happening. And then you have to adjust your strategy to try to counter what the other team is doing at any mm-hmm. given moment. So usually the strategy is just to try to break them mentally so that they don't know what they're doing anymore. Which did happen to us right. quite frequently. Now, you played this on Steam, correct? Yes. It what? is crossplay with the Switch. Okay. How like I didn't get to watch this game. How was the variety of like other teams? Were there a lot or did you 
play the same ones a lot. No, we played notice? a lot of different teams. I mean, it's like a best two out of three okay. scenario. Uh, so you play the same team a couple times. Right. Uh, you can rematch them if you want. So we rematched some teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I was getting. We were getting people from the Switch. You could see mm-hmm. their stupid me's and mm, all that. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, good, good stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, there were a lot of people playing it. I, I mean, I don't know for how long. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was originally, like, a custom-made arcade cabinet that mm-hmm. a dude made that was only in, like, San Francisco and Chicago, so it's cool that regular humans who don't live in one of those two places can play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that it would lose something, because like, you could play, like, online multiplayer, like, with right. four people that you know and be on voice chat, but I think there's something special about it when you're there yelling at each other in person. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. As, as usual with most yeah, yeah. multiplayer games, I think that adds something to it. And uh, to the surprise of literally not a single person, the best multiplayer game of this year was Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to count that. Oh, I... See, because I won't let it be on my game of the year yeah, yeah, list, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to get it. It's going to get it here. I didn't see, that's where I was like, mm-hmm. is it going to be this? Or I, is there... It is. Mm-hmm. Me and Ukiyo play this game yeah, yeah. 100% of the time together. I did not play it once alone, I don't think, and we played it for, uh, let's say, 200 hours. <laughs> How is like the matchmaking? Is it better? We don't use it. Okay. Uh, because... They changed it with Iceborne, they fixed it before there was only scaling for one person or four people. Now it scales and changes scaling depending on how many people are in there, and if mm-hmm. someone leaves, it actually scales again. Okay. Now, which they... That is also a change that retroactively happened to Monster Hunter World in a patch. So if you don't have Iceborne, that will still happen. Um... But no, me and Nukio generally just play the two of us. We did have to play with other people recently because of the current event that's going on. Um, and they were fine. Mm-hmm. They were good. Well, I feel like at this point, if you're still playing Monster Hunter, you're like committed to playing Monster oh, Hunter. Oh, definitely, I, th- I think. Um, they are trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. Like, they give out really high armor armor sets that you mm-hmm. can make from nothing just to try to, like get you from the beginning to the master rank content which mm-hmm. like i don't know why you would be i don't know like if you're just starting and you're like yes i need the most punishing content right away despite the fact that i didn't learn it seems fucked up the only reason would be like i want to catch up to my friends yeah but at that point like i don't know i that, i mean the, I, it would help me in the pc version if i wanted right, to play right. it now so i could be like oh let me just get the master rank i don't need to grind all this lower shit but then you end up having like a huge gap of like materials that mm-hmm. you did not get or materials that you need it ends up being weird but they have done it with like two different armor sets now and they just made this insane weapon path that is like basically you can get a master rank weapon for playing the game for like 20 minutes oh the equivalent so it's like oh well you will just shatter the monsters in the beginning of the game so they are at least trying to uh, facilitate that for people who want it which is cool yeah um but yeah i multiplayer man Mm -hmm. we just go ham all day every day and that's what i got not surprising no it is not okay all right, best multiplayer for you. Number three. Mm-hmm. It's gonna upset you. Yeah. Pokemon. Okay, that's oh god. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 
I actively thought, I like literally in my brain, I looked at my list of games that I had beaten, and I was like, which of these have multiplayer? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at Pokemon and thought, oh my god, the, the online functionality is so fucking broken. It is. But okay. I did like the max raids. It was kind of fun. I do not enjoy them. But that that's not even why I wouldn't put yeah. that on my list. It's just fucked up. Oh, it is fucked up. It just up. doesn't work. It, it, it's all right. Uh, that's a true. Level 100 Tyranitar Man was able to join my raid one time. Mm-hmm. And only him. No one else. And then there's surprise trading. Surprise trading is great. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. Although they changed the name from yeah, Wonder it, Trading well, to Surprise Trading. was Wonder Trade? Why the fuck? Yeah, whatever. It, Who cares? Yeah, sure. it doesn't matter. But no. Like, yeah. Like that's how weak of a year it was for me multiplayer. I that's what, I looked at my list and like I didn't really have any multiplayer yeah. games or at least ones that I had played a lot. Like I obviously I played Monster Hunter for the most of any yeah, game yeah. I played this year. But like yeah, we played Heave Ho during Extra Life. We played uh Killer Queen during Extra Life, but then other than that it would have been like Crash Team Racing, which is fun. Yeah, I had fun playing right. a multiplayer. Uh, but that that was like the only real multiplayer focused one well, that I had other than Pokemon. There's okay. another one that we played. Oh, the I did have that on my list for thirty nine days. Yeah, I did actually have that on there at one point. Uh, that's that's actually my game, my second game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which that was just like a legitimately fun, you know, a co op puzzle, like you know. Yeah, thirty nine days to Mars. It was yeah. a cool indie game. It was originally just on Xbox, but it actually yes. varied semi recently. It came to PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a fun. Yeah, yeah. Tea and crumpets. Your house is your house is fucking flying to Mars. Yeah, yeah. You're, a... you're you're flying to Mars, <laughs> and then like. Your, your house is on fire, and you're like, before we take care of this... Yeah, we can't take care of the fire until we've had our tea. Yes, we need time. to have our tea. And then, like, the physics of it is so bad. So, but, like, but it's so fun. Yes, yes. It yeah. wouldn't be fun no, if, if it was good. if you were just able to correctly yeah. make a crumpet with yes. jam or... Mm pour the tea it would be boring as fuck yeah yeah that's why you need it to spin around wildly and you're like oh i'm dumping tea literally all over the fucking place yes yes jelly is exploding from the jar and i think they realized that was like the two best parts yeah so that was like the two that you had to do like a a Uh number of times but they don't you don't overdo it you do it just enough just enough and that game's not like long enough to overstay its welcome no yeah so and even like we failed flying our way to mars at the end where we got in like the spacecraft uh-huh. we still got there and then we're like i think we need some tea <laughs> yeah if you remember that's how yeah. the game ends you're on mars and you're just drinking some tea mm-hmm. it was just a great co-op like puzzle yeah game. it was a fun co-op game for sure <clears throat> and then my number one uh okay yes is that actually also like yours an expansion it was Forza Horizon 4 Lego Speed Champions. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't really get into the Forza multiplayer until this year in general, just because I didn't have gold. Yeah, and but, then the Forza-thon stuff and all that. Yes. It definitely adds a lot to it, for yes. sure. Yes, and just because like they uh, that this is where they introduced the Game Pass Ultimate, so then I finally had gold. So then I was able to participate in all, like, the Forza Santan stuff and just kind of, like... Yeah, I, the multiplayer is just so smart in that game. It is, yeah. I because, like, it's not competitive multiplayer. You're just, like, working together to, you know, get some goals of, like... You're all just kind of jumping off these ramps, just trying uh-huh. to build up points or, you know, like, going through the speed traps or drifting or whatever. And it... it 
I've never had a Forza-thon where I didn't complete it either. There's always enough people online playing. Yeah, oh, usually. I don't know that I ever failed one, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's just, you know... It's fun, and it doesn't... They don't do it too often. I think it's just, like, one an hour. So, like, a lot of times where I'd sit down and just play an hour, I would almost always participate in the Forza-thon. Yeah. I'd always you know make time to to do the yeah, yeah. Bomb, so and like even though it was an expansion in the lego and like the forza Th- which is also kind of cool that like all three expansions have their own forza thon going on at the same time as well so. <clears throat> yeah all right now we will move on to biggest disappointment do you want to guess what mine is I think you know. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. So my my three and two, I don't think are bad games. Okay. I died. Well, I guess the number one, I don't think is a bad game either, but more so than the other two. It's just they were not what I expected. Right. So three for me was Knights and Bikes. Okay. Yeah. I ex- expected this game. I expected to really enjoy it, um, but it just like. Because I think it took place on, like, an island in the UK or something. I just didn't really relate to any of it. And it was very clearly meant for co-op. Mm. And I did not realize that. Like, going in, I thought that they would have a better option than just having the AI person do the puzzle. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so, like, right. most of the time, like, the AI person would just, like, do the second half of the puzzle. And you're like, well... Okay. And I, I just feel weird about it because, like, a lot of people who played it seem to really enjoy it. And I just, like, I remember getting frustrated more than I remember enjoying it. And just, mm-hmm. like, the characters didn't really connect with me or, you know, I just, I, it was not for me, I right. guess. Is what, but I, I would have expected it to be. Do you kind of regret not just being like, hey, Matt, do you want to just do this? Yeah, uh, I think we should have played just multiplayer in it or something. Because that at least would have made it more fun to yeah, like, figure yeah. out the puzzles and stuff. Because sure. then it probably would have felt more like 39 days, which yeah, I was just yeah. talking about. So It was like a lot longer, though. It was like yeah, 12 yeah. hours long or probably. something. So it was like It would have been multiple it days. It felt too long, mm-hmm. is, was my it, other thing. Where right. like by the end, I was like, I just don't want to be playing this anymore. I want it to be over. Yeah, they didn't. Which is never a good sign. No. When at the end of your not super long game, you're like, I just don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, they didn't have a great year this year. Double Fine. Yeah, because they had that other game as well. Uh, yeah. That roguelite. Double Fine. That that one was one that they published. Though this one was one that they picked up. Like they didn't develop it. They just uh, put it out. Um, my number two is War Groove. And I say this as someone who actually really liked Wargroove. Like yeah, it will probably, it will probably, it will probably be on my top ten. And this just, it, there will never be another Advance Wars. There will never ever be another Advance Wars because mm-hmm. Fire Emblem is too fucking popular. I say that as someone who really liked the Fire Emblem game yeah. that came out this fucking year. Nintendo will never let Intelligent Systems <clears throat> make another Advance Wars, and we are all worse for it. Do you think they would ever hire someone else to do it? God, I would love that. I just want another Advance Wars, and I want it to not be the reboot when Intelligent Systems tried to reboot it. I want it to be the original dumb anime mm. characters. I love Andy and Sam, Eagle, Max. God, they can't play roles. Advance Wars Dual Strike will forever be the game that I remember fondly. Wargroove gets so close to hitting that and it has the gameplay, like, it is that game. It just does not have the... Like, I don't care about the characters in mm. Wargroove like I did in Advance Wars. And 
also the part where the commander is on the field and not just like a disembodied person who can use a special power sometimes to power up the troops that I think brought it down a little bit for me too, because then Mm. it feels like more like a MOBA almost because you have to like, it's one of those things where like if the hero's on the field and they die, then you lose and that sucks. So I, it makes it less of more like a, just like a pure strategy game where you build units when you have to worry about that too. Yeah. I tried this and like, I guess I was hoping for more of like an RPG mm, where you're like not, yeah. leveling up units and then using those units. No, yeah, it's so it's like the closest you can get to an RTS without it yeah, actually it, being an RTS. Yeah, yeah. Which is what Advance Wars is, and I, yeah, man, I just I wanted it to be a little bit more of an RTS. I think. Yeah, I just want I just want Advance Wars. Right. That's all I want. So. Yeah, the you are looking more for like a Warcraft three esque yeah. situation, whereas like this would be closer to like old Age of Empires two or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. except that they added the heroes from Warcraft for no mm-hmm. reason. So yeah, I do really like Wargroove. I just I have come to the conclusion nothing will ever be Advance Wars, mm-hmm. and that's the saddest conclusion right. I've ever come to. But you know. And then my number one most disappointing game of the year is Pokemon Sword oh. and Shield. <laughs> oh. that's, all I, that's all I've got. That's all I have. It should be better. I can no longer be upset about it. I can, well, that's not true. I can be upset about it forever. I can no longer complain about it. It should. It, it is fine. I like it as a game. I enjoyed it. <laughs> It it should be better. It should be a better game. It should be. It should be better. The amount of money it makes it absolutely is fucking be. ridiculous, Matt. And they will never learn their lesson. And that's the other disappointing part. Is oh my god, they made more money than God, and they will never be better. It will never be better. But uh, yeah. I, I'm very soft when it comes to Pokemon, where I just have such a low expectations. I, I know, I just, I, <laughs> at this, like, I, at this point, I just, like, I need, they gotta do better. <laughs> they gotta do better, and everybody loves it so much. Uh, so then I can't ever say anything mean about it, because then people are like, oh, you're the devil, and it's like, just, all I want I just want them to do better. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Oh, it should be a better game. It like I'm should, not gonna. I, I know. I'm not gonna argue that. Just do better. But please. I still liked it a lot. I, me too. And I just, do better. And I hate myself because like what I like about it isn't the fact that it like anything new. I know. Well, you I just like the mostly the old stuff other than the raid battles. Oh, and I like the open world segment. Although that open world segment could be better. They but cons- need the, to do <laughs> the concept of it. I really like the concept. Uh, sure, I like the concept of Pokemon <laughs> as well. <laughs> But they need to do better. They're doing their best. They aren't. They literally aren't. (laughs) And that's where you and I will disagree. That is what is. I don't know if they're capable of more. They might not be capable of it, but they have enough money to Mm. do better. Yes, yes. Like the the Pokemon, it's the highest grossing thing in the the, the entertainment franchise that exists. Like, just do do better, please, for me, please. That's my. I just please, just please do better. You're breaking, Manny. Oh it's, god, it's tearing them apart. It is actually because I like the game so. Yeah. I enjoyed it so much. Just please, mm-hmm. for me, next year or two years from now, just do better. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. What do you got for your biggest disappointment? Uh, uh, last, I forgot last year was Nino Cooney too. 
Yeah, that oh, was... fuck. They needed to do better. Mm. That remake just came out, right? The original. Yeah, yeah the original. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, my number three mm-hmm. came out the same day as Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, you just did not like this game very much. No, and I was like, I remember at E3, everyone was like super down on it and shitting on it. Yeah. And then I was like generally more positive. I was like, <laughs> I think this could be pretty good. And then, well, then when they said what it was, I was all about it. And then I was like, oh, I think I'll really like it. But I just, the exploration just didn't click with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't enjoy exploring and the combat, I'll admit it. I think I was looking for more of, like, a Force Awakens yeah. combat, which it's very much not that. No, it is very much not that. So, like, I just wanted to feel, like, super god and I was just, like going crazy and it yeah, definitely was is, not what this no, game that's was what force unleashed was and they will not make those anymore mm, probably all right not. i have to say this okay this is related to this okay the map sucked it sucked i saw a lot of people saying it was one of the best maps of the year and that is patently not true we got two of the worst maps of this generation this year that map is not good the, i would argue control might be worse Oh, the control map. Okay, the reason I didn't like the control map was because of a really cool bug where the map would not, not show, show up, up most of the time. But then, like, there were times where we were like, which level am I supposed to get that to? That I never really had an issue with, I... but I that's because there were signs pointing everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the part where the map wouldn't show up, uh, yeah. so I couldn't even <laughs> see the area I was supposed to yeah. go to, really pissed me off yeah, at a certain yeah. point. And it, I think it mostly had to do with the fact that I was putting it in rest mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. But still, fuck off. Yeah, that's... What the, like, by the end of the game, I would open the map and be like, oh, of course, this mm-hmm. you can't see the map. Why no, would no, I... why would you... What's the map? We don't need that mm-hmm. here in the Bureau of Control. <clears throat> yeah. Getting back to Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I remember one instance where, like, you're, like, moving further and further away, and I was just like, oh, no. There's no fast travel. Every step I take, I'm going to have to, like, just turn around and go back yeah. through. Which they did do an okay job. Like, you unlock new stuff. But for the most part, like, I don't understand why you couldn't just fast travel between fire pits. Oh, no. You, that's in Dark Souls. They took everything else from Dark Souls except that. Yeah. They should have put that one it, in. Yeah. So you agree <laughs> there. That, that, oh, definitely. Okay. You should 100% be able to travel between those. Yes. And it seems like a crazy oversight. I... I well, because some of them you're, like, going down into mm-hmm. the depths of this planet. And yeah, it's yeah. like, I'll never make it back. No, and it's just going to take, like, ten minutes to get yeah, back. Yeah, I don't want that. And it's not going to be, like, a fun thing. No. So, yeah, it just... I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bad game, and it definitely had its moments, but, like... No, yeah, it just wasn't for you. I it think. didn't click with me, yeah, and, yeah. like, I guess I was just hoping for more of an Uncharted, and it just wasn't No, it was definitely Uncharted. not that. They did try to sell it as that, though, they which did. was not correct. Yes. Which a lot of people didn't like that it was good, and I that's what got oh, me that's excited what about it. I was it. like, oh, boy, if this is what they mm-hmm. got, I don't think I'm on board. But then also, they... the, also, the wall running didn't feel as good as I wanted it to... Mm. Yeah, it was fine. It was really okay. I, I'm not saying it's a negative. But no, like, I. Yeah. You want wall running to feel cool. I guess, but I mean, there was no. I mean, you're just like running to grab a vine. Like that's yeah, not, well, exactly. that's not cool. That's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what. That's all it was. Titanfall felt cool. Yeah, but that's way different. It's still the same. You got gun, You got guns. It's and the developer. Yeah, you know? but the. Yeah, but I have a lightsaber. 
I should yeah, be able to like chop people's heads off no, and like weak. like just swing both around like a madman. Just give me Devil May Cry combat. And, no, and the Force Unleashed is looked back upon very, very not well. Yeah, yeah. So I played some of it. It's okay. I think they were trying not to go that route. I understand their thought yeah. process. And plus, they're like, "Hey, Dark Souls is kind of cool." I know. Me, I think that usually. Mm-hmm. So, all right. What's your number two? Wolfenstein Youngblood. Mm. People did not like this. No, <laughs> I don't know anybody. Did who you liked beat this. it? No. Oh, okay. Did you see the ending? I did. Okay, me too. You didn't even you even played any of the Wolfenstein <laughs> yeah, games? Yeah, but I've seen the ending. <laughs> it's an okay ending, but like it it does basically the sayonara wild hearts or whatever you want to call where it's like this huge like info dump at the beginning with cutscenes. oh and then at the end nothing and then at the end and nothing so that was why people kept saying like oh like the game's not that good but the payoff at the end is really good and then Mm. i didn't even feel like that was the case no i mean it does sort of set up for the next wolfenstein but like i see like i don't know like is it going what's the next wolfenstein going to be is it just going to be like the end of two and like this is just like this weird spinoff at the end, like after everything. Yeah, probably. I I don't know. I just hope they go back to the old formula, where like it is not focused on these weird RPG elements where like there's well, that, enemies. Well, that's what didn't make sense. Is like it was so unlike the first yeah. two n- new reboot games. Mm-hmm. That, like it was, I, I don't understand. And then like it seemed like it didn't feel good either. No. And like I, I don't know that I heard a single positive thing about it. And. They sent out the Switch version to outlets, which was even worse than the... I, like, yeah. what are you... What? Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking yeah, of this I don't game. Know. It's very weird. I, I am, like... The only saving grace is this is a spinoff thing. But like, I was like, I still gotta put this on my list because of just, like... I really <coughs> like the other three Wolfenstein games. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense that you would expect to like yes. the next thing yes. in a series of games you like. Uh even if it is a weird spinoff, I mean, I like the other weird yeah, spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, like, this is just, like, I don't know what they were doing with this game. Yeah, and then they were trying they, something new that yeah. did not work. No, so at least they did it with the weird spinoff and not, like, yeah, not ending the, the trilogy. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be very disappointing. That would be bad. And then my most disappointing game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> is a game. What could it be? <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I feel nothing about this game, and that is the worst part, Manny. What is it, man? <laughs> I, I don't even want to say you it. you got to say it. <laughs> I need you to say it. <laughs> it's Rage 2. Of course it is. <laughs> I, okay, I saw, I mean, I knew this was coming a million miles away. You were so excited, like, every right. time, I, as someone who doesn't really like first-person shooters, right. like, I saw rage 2 and my f- eyes glazed over immediately like people didn't like rage 1 right they're not gonna like rage 2 mm-hmm. or it's gonna be like average at best and you were so you were always <laughs> so excited and so i was like i hope matt likes rage 2 and then all i remember was the day it came out mm-hmm. i read some of the reviews and they were like this is not great it's like average at best and i was like that's gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> he's not gonna enjoy it, and it's gonna. Oh no! And then that happened. Yeah, 
my favorite. I keep thinking about when we were watching the Game Awards last year, and you just remember Andrew WK. Well, no, I remember like seeing the trailer, and then like your coworker was there, and he's like, "I pre-ordered this game." <laughs> I just remember thinking, "Okay, I'm really excited about this game," but like, I don't think I would pre-order it now. <laughs> so at least I didn't do that. At least you didn't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I have that true. going for me. You do have that going for you. Oh man, it's just like it doesn't. It just doesn't seem great. It's just I don't understand because like the shooting actually does feel pretty good. Yeah, the shotgun. I that. The shotgun is I like the shotgun. Uh-huh. It has these abilities that are kind of fun. Yeah. But then, like, it's all put together, and you're just like, this is the most generic game I've ever so, played. So, like, but then also the fact that like it seems. That it is trying to be, like, Borderlands in terms of, like, bombastic, crazy shit time. That was just the marketing. I know. Because Rage 1 wasn't like that. (laughs) The marketing sold me (laughs) on a game that I want. But then, I don't, like, (laughs) Rage 1 did not do well at all. And I feel like it was not that bombastic Mm. weirdness. Which is why, like, I remember seeing those initial trailers and being like, what the fuck is this? Like, is is this actually what this game is? Or it's nothing like the first one. So, I I mean, it is believable that they would diverge that much to try try to reinvent the... And I was like, it's it's a different developer making it from Rage 1. So, I was like, totally, it probably will be very different. I mean, like, you look at, like, Watch Dogs from 1 to 2. Oh, and it's it's totally different. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like, I was like, I think it has the potential to be totally different. It has the id name. So, I I, I was like, the shooting's going to be great. Yeah. And I I think it's just going to be this bombastic open world with Doom shooting. And then it's just like, the world is the most empty world I've ever experienced. Like, well, it's probably... News. The first one was like that. <laughs> I don't... Like, it's probably, like, as lively as the Death Stranding world. Oh, shit. I would... That is a damning statement. And I remember playing it. I was playing that in Forza at the same time. Well, that's insane. So, like... There could not be a bigger dichotomy. So, like, the driving just felt like <laughs> shit in comparison to, like, the Forza, best driving yeah. game. So, like, yeah, the driving didn't feel good. It... Nothing was interesting. It was at least really short. Like, I was able to beat it in, like, <laughs> ten hours. <laughs> so, it's just... My positive was that <laughs> I didn't suffer long. <laughs> that's... Cr- <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just... I learned a lot about myself oh, this year. Oh, man. I'm now going into this year... Rage 2. With every single game coming out, I'm skeptical of now. <laughs> I am not. I will never, I not. I will never trust life again. I, I feel like, with the exception of Pokemon, this year turned out probably it was what I expected. I expected to think Pokemon was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it was my biggest disappointment, so it just didn't pan out that way. Right. But I have a feeling that this 2020 is going to be full of hot goods. I just, like, I'm every game I have, like, I think it could be really good, but there's this, this one thing well, that's yeah. holding me back. So. Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, you know, I get hold it. back a little bit. And I just get be it. Like, yeah, Rage 2 is, mm-hmm. uh... Mm-hmm. I do think it's really funny that neither of us have Anthem. Well, because who the fuck I, I I play I bought Anthem and I expected it to be a video game. Right. I 
there was nothing surprising about the fact that it was not good. I feel like the only thing that people could argue is, like, this is officially the downfall of, like, Bioware. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, they could have fixed it. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they could have made it better and right. they just like didn't really no I and mean, they didn't meet any of the milestones that they had set for it it just it's not like i don't even look at it as a bummer it just it's about what i expected out of it i think mm-hmm. because destiny like it just it can't compete with destiny on that level that i think they wanted to mm-hmm. And, and then when the division came out say, right afterwards, yeah. and then totally ate its launch, I was like, "Oh, you guys are fucked. This is just not gonna do it for you." The only thing disappointing is, I downloaded the beta. Uh-huh. I played the beta. I hated the game. I didn't like the flying. I hated the shooting. <laughs> I hated the fact that like every time you went into a cave, there was like a load screen. Yeah. That so you does suck. It, there were just so many issues. And then day one, I go out and buy the game. I play it for two hours, and I'm like, I hate this game. Why did I buy it? <laughs> I did not play the beta. And I remember you not playing the beta. I most people were like, "This isn't great." No, I'm still gonna get it. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah. was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." I, I I just I just expected to at least have fun playing yeah. with a group of friends, and like that didn't even no. really come to fruition. I mean, we had fun, mm-hmm. quote unquote, playing, but like when the most fun part about the game is who's not gonna be able to see the game after this cutscene, mm-hmm. and it's insane and hilarious. <laughs> like maybe not a good sign right but it just yeah i i don't think there was ever a point where in my heart of hearts i was like oh anthem's gonna be the end all be all game it's gonna be a good one Mm -hmm. it just was not good so yeah i kind of expected that yeah i mean my best surprise would have been if anthem was good oh like it would be like (laughs) it would be like surprise of the generation yeah it would have been like oh shit how'd they do it Mm -hmm. what what's going on yeah, that would have been like a massive, massive surprise. Yeah, but that didn't happen. All right. Uh, best surprise. Yes. Number three, I had Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, yeah. And that is because it was announced this year and then came out this year. I never, ever would have thought that Nintendo would be like, hey, small indie developer, you made a cool rhythm game. Do you want to have Zelda now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, here. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out, and it is as good as you would expect it to be, and they're like, they made a good choice, yeah. and that's a weird, it's bizarre. It's like the second person they've ever really given their license to, and it's worked out. I mean, obviously they gave it to the CDI people, and was they made say, Wand of Gamelon and shit like say, that. But, I don't know if that worked out. But, but no, I, but like, uh, Rabbids was very good, and that was the when oh, they really okay, started... Yeah. Um, See, like, that's Ubisoft, though? It is, it's a bigger one, but like, this, that's why I think oh, this, this one is was shocking. extra crazy. Yeah. Like, and it was just like a throwaway thing at a Nintendo director. Like, mm. and the people that made uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer are gonna make a Zelda one. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's happening now? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it came out like they did a surprise release like the day after E3, and it was, I played the whole thing then. I was like, this shit rules. And I, what I loved about it is you didn't have to play it as a rhythm game. Yeah, you can play it either way, and that's that's cool. Yeah. So people can experience it whatever way they want. I think they it realized just, that like the Zelda name, people are going to yeah. want to play it, and not everyone is going to be capable of that kind of combat. No, so. and it just I, it was really good. Yeah. It, that announcement still 
until I just remembered seeing that direct and being like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. And then I was eagerly anticipating the release, and I ended up really enjoying it. Yeah. So that that was cool. Um, my number two is Kind Words. Mm. another thing that just kind of really came out of nowhere this year and then blew up because it was originally a humble bundle uh yes it was in the humble bundle and not regular people could not buy it Mm. but then they let everyone buy it and it was just a cool interesting thing that really came out of nowhere whether or not it is a game can be debated but it is just a cool experience good experience for people that you enjoy yeah I don't really have much to say about that one other than that it just, like, that did not exist on my radar or anyone's radar, and then all of a sudden was a cool thing. Yeah, stealth release, and then boom. And my number one uh, surprise was Outer Wilds. Oh. Because I did not... I would not have expected to enjoy that game as much as I did. Mm -hmm. I also would not have expected it to have received as much critical acclaim as it did. It was just, like, a small team that put this thing out on the Epic Games Store... And then it came to Game Pass when Game Pass was new. And I was like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. at my mom's for two weeks. I will try this out. And I was just like, whoa, I do really like this. Mm-hmm. And I just never would have expected to enjoy it as much as I did. I never would have expected Game Pass to be as popular as it got at yeah. the, the other end of that. Like, just a lot of weird things came together. That was also Void Bastards came out at that time. And yeah. I, that, I felt the exact opposite about Void Bastards. I did not like that game. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, Outer Wilds is just a really weird, cool experience. And it was something that, like... I don't know. It's it's cool when games are totally not on your radar at all. Yeah. yeah. And then you end up playing and you're like, oh shit, this is actually like really awesome and I like it I enjoy it personally. Like right, it's, right. it's a really cool thing. So yeah, I never would have expected that. Especially to not have to pay for it and just be like, Oh, I have Game Pass, I'll mm-hmm. give this a shot and right. then five hours later I'm like, Oh no, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> uh so yeah, I've I felt very cool very good about that. Um and yeah, then just like the critical reception of it, like I would have expected that game to not really pick up much traction at all. And then like a lot of people have it on their top 10 lists. And then around that time, people were like, no, this game, I really like mm-hmm. it. It's like, it's not for everyone, but right. it, it just is an interesting thing. And the way they had made it as like, a originally it was like a senior thesis thing that then grew to be much more than that. Mm-hmm. And it's wild. And I, I, it's really cool for them. It's yeah. like a small indie team. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I am not surprised that is your number one. Yeah. Because I knew you were really into it. and Yeah, I, I just did not. <clears throat> that came out of nowhere for me. It was just one day. I was like, I guess I'll play. Sure. I mean, there are people that are like, this is a... One of the best games I've ever played. Yes. And would you say that or? Uh, I don't. I don't know that I would say that. I just think that it is like. <coughs> It does something that I really like in games, and that mm. is just like, hey man, get out there and figure out what this yeah. world is like. And it does some decent world building and stuff. And it just, there just aren't many games like that anymore, yeah, yeah. really, where it's like you get really not a lot of direction and kind right. of figure it out on your own. It's a, it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. So some parts near the end would get a little frustrating, especially because you're like, got to, they're time based, so yeah. you got to know when to be in a certain place. But. Oh, overall, yeah, I just think not a lot of games do stuff like yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. it was cool to see one now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely did come out of nowhere, and I was like, wait, this game is, like, 
like getting crazy appraised. It is, which I like when I started playing it, that mm. was not like my initial right, yeah, intention yeah, yeah. of like, oh, everyone says this game rules, I should play. It's just like, I don't know, I mm. have a game pass. Yeah, yeah. So. so, and I feel like Void Bastard, similar situation where people people right. did really like that. Yeah, I did I, not I feel was just, that way. I was like, the shooting does not feel no, right. I hated the shooting immediately yeah. and was like, I will not continue this one. No, no, no. Yeah. But weird that they're both like first person, yeah, like yeah, in, first person things that were both yep. on Game Pass yeah. right away at release. Yeah. All right, what okay. do you got? My number three mm-hmm. is a remake. It's uh, Link's Awakening. Mm. I I just don't know. Like I always kind of like when it comes to like Zelda and Mario, I'm always a little hesitant because like I really like a Link to the Past, and like Mario's never really been my thing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like I. We'll probably check this game out, but I wasn't just super excited about it. And then I started playing it. I was just instantly hooked with it. And I feel like a lot of people are very cold on this game. I which I is bizarre to me right. as someone who it was always my second favorite Zelda game. Yeah, like yeah. I was like day one, like you were in there. Yeah, right, I will right. fucking play this. I've spoken the gospel <laughs> of this game for my whole life, basically. <laughs> And yeah, I I was really glad that you liked it, but I, mm. some people just really hate it. Yeah, like the exploration and stuff. And like, so the I thing that I a lot of people seem to say, which I actually I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was like an older one that somehow just started playing while I was in the car because a newer one ended. Mm-hmm. And someone was like complaining about how they just didn't know where to go next, and the guy on the phone wouldn't tell them where to go, and it was like I. He will always, he'll almost like to a certain degree just be like, do this thing, you fucking idiot. So I don't. The only issue I have is that seventh dungeon. Oh, the, the Eagle Tower? Yes. Yeah. I, that's a bad dungeon. I, th- I think so. It's weird, for I, sure. I, and I, that I. You have the benefit yeah, of playing I knew it as a it kid. Before, so, so it's harder for me to right. judge it without. Yeah, where I was just like, I have to pull up a guide for this <laughs> one. But other than that, like I, I guess I just kind of like, as I told you, like on the map, I had all these different stamps and all these yeah, different yeah. things. So like, I'd get out of a dungeon and then I would just start exploring everywhere. No, and, yeah, I love exploring yeah, that world. Yeah, yeah. So then, and then I would just stumble upon this stuff, and I accidentally did like some things out of order that I don't think <laughs> I'm supposed to do out of order, yeah. but I was able to do it. Uh-huh. And I just remember like in the beach there was that one cave. And I just kept going back to this cave and being like, what is, there's something here, there's something here. <laughs> and then finally you get the magnifying glass. Yeah, and then and you I, can see the yeah, guy, yes. you get the boomerang, yeah. And it's just like, it's little things like that that I just, at the, I, I treated it like a Metroidvania where you'd get a new item. Yeah, and, and then, then just, it would allow you to explore more areas. And that's mm-hmm. what I would do. And I had all these stamps and I'd be like, okay, now I can get this heart and I, now I can get to this chest and like... I, I don't know. I just really loved it, and no, I hope yeah, I feel the same. I hope every Zelda has the like the stamps that you can place on a map now. Like, yeah, I, that better be a mainstay. Breath of the Wild has those. Yeah, well, that's so, what I mean. Yeah. Like Breath of the Wild started it, yeah, and then yeah. they carried it over with this one, and I'm hoping that's like a mainstay. Yeah, I would hope so on. as well. I think it should be. Yeah. I mean, well, the next one's Breath of the Wild too. So, so if it doesn't have that bare minimum <laughs> feature, I think they fucked I, up. I, it's not a hard feature to, to no. Implement. I mean, plus it'll probably be the same map. Yes. So they better have that. Mm. Otherwise, they've goofed. Yeah, they done goofed a lot. So. <clears throat> but yeah, like that is yeah that game. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah. Um, my second is Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. Interesting. I um you know I guess I, 
should have said that was the biggest surprise was that the game didn't suck. It, well, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> the response to it before it was is just delayed like, so many times. It, it had it, like a uh, new, they brought in like new developers to like help finish the project. Yeah. People were trying it in the beta and the demos hated and it. hated it. Yeah. And then they were like shitting on the graphics. And then I just remember that trailer where it was like <coughs> poop version and then like new version. Yes. They. <sighs> It, this game came together in a, a fantastic I way. I do, and I don't understand how, but he did it. He <clears throat> he pulled it off. There are some convoluted parts that you're like, how oh, the fuck am I supposed yeah, to figure like this when out? you're supposed to cut the moon with the sword and all that shit. Like, or the, the train. What the fuck are you talking about, yeah. The, with the ID? I was like, those were two parts, yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> you have to have a very specific sword and like cut the moon. Because like, I beat that boss battle, and I got credits, and I'm like this can't be the end it's only eight hours in I'm, yeah something is definitely wrong here because i still have like 60 percent of the map to explore so i had to look that up and be like oh i have to get this one sword from this one thing and, okay i have a lot to do here yeah like castlevania has a lot of stuff like yeah. that but some of the parts i was just like oh, you gotta be fucking mm-hmm. kidding me i have to wear this armor so i can right. stand on spikes See, nothing tells me that no 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 it's not like it's a power. It's just a regular armor <laughs> yes. piece like everything else is. Um, but no, yeah, I the fact that that game came out at all mm-hmm. is wild. Right. Because that, that's one of the oldest Kickstarter games I had backed. Period. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. And you must have backed it enough to get the physical copy. I did. I wanted the physical copy from my boy Koji Igarashi. And yeah, it's it's excellent. I no, yeah, I really liked it. I remember playing that and control at the same time, and I was like, I really like the exploration in this game, and not so much in control. Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. And then I do remember, like, there are a lot of reasons to think this game would be not good. Yes, oh, for sure. <laughs> there was every single thing yes. about it was yes. like, oh yeah, you shouldn't get your hopes up about this. Mm-hmm. We've only delayed it like forty times now. And then my number one is Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. Because, like, if you remember, I played 4 earlier in the I year. I do remember that. And I did not like it. Yeah. And I think just part of that was just it felt old. Because mm. at that time, it was like a 10-year-old yeah, game. Old. So, like, but then... PS3 game. Right. And, but then I started playing this, and I was like, oh, this is fun to play. The plot is funny. I'm not going to say it's a good story. No, I know. I just like, as someone who right. played 4 and was like, what could the next game be? And right. everyone was like, I don't know what the plot is. And it was like, no, you all, everyone knows what the plot is. What the fuck? And every time V spoke, I was like laughing. I mean, that's funny. But just like, I... I'm not. I, I want to meet the person who was surprised by the end of that game. Yeah, yeah. And be like, "What? Could you believe it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I yes." Because if this game had any other ending, Devil May Cry fans would have fucking <laughs> lost their minds. <laughs> so V is what I imagine Devil May Cry fans to be like. Uh, that like take the plot seriously oh, yeah. or like yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if like you're offended by the way this game was. You're basically V. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> he and V's not gonna be around anymore though, so we have that to look forward to. We do. <laughs> we do have that to look forward to. Oh, oh I man. don't know. There's... And then his name was V. And we're like, <laughs> come 
Come on, everybody! This shit is so... Oh, my God. A plot twist of the year. Fucking plot twist of the century. Best moment or sequence. <laughs> Finding out V is Virgil. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a fuck... Oh, it's, it's still like... Uh, if there was a least surprising moment category, that would be the winner... By a large margin, because it was like, ah, yes. It's like every scene in Yakuza where mm. someone's like, I'm going to get assassinated, and they're standing in front of the world's <laughs> largest window, and it's like, well, of course, they're going to snipe you right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, fuck, man. But no, I, it, yeah, I would not have expected you to like Double May Cry. So. Yeah, it, it, it clicked with me in a way that I did not expect. Makes so. sense. I really liked, uh, all, actually, I really liked all three of those games. So. Yeah. All right, time to move on to best character. I don't even remember what I said for this. Uh, okay. Uh, my number three was uh, Marin, the night sister from um, Fallen Order. Oh. I like oh, right. how she just did a good job of being like emotionless in a way that a lot of her line delivery was interesting. Because, like, they don't understand how to take her, like, sarcasm, even when she was trying to be funny. Right. Um, and just that uh, Night Sisters in general are a cool part of the Star Wars universe, so I was interested in that. She uh, definitely, like, not to cut you off, yeah. but, like, did a great job of, like, coming off as just, like, broken. Oh, for sure. And <clears throat> I hope that she is a character in sequels, if they make sequels. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that she continues to be a character. Which I... You know, I don't know if they're going to make... Do you think they'll make a direct sequel? Oh, definitely. Really? Because that's why everyone says, like, it's Star Wars Jedi and then colon, because, like, that's going to be the franchise. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, like, whatever it'll be, it won't be Fallen Order. Yeah, it'll be... New Order. Yeah. Uh, some, something like that, yeah. I just... She she was the character that stood out most to me in that game as being like, oh, I you had a cool arc, and like I would like to mm. see you continue to exist and be a character. I would argue BD1 was a better character. Oh, I disagree with that. I mean, <laughs> BD1's a fine character, but I mean, Marin has a good arc that but, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was interested in. Um, and then this year, stories were bad this year, man. Overall, I think. Um, Norm- did, we just talked about Devil. We May just Cry. talked about the best story ever made. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, like I normally like I am a person who likes to play like narrative based games, and right. I like looked at my list and I was like, most of these are fun. Kingdom Hearts three came out, you know, so <laughs> can't say anything about that. Yeah. Uh, so so number two is I, I picked Claude who is from Fire Emblem Three Houses. He is the head of Golden Deer. And he is, like, one of the few, like, non-white characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Fire Emblem, I feel like, usually has a lot of mostly, like, white protagonists and stuff like that. But he's just an interesting character because he's also not from, like, a traditional royal family. It's, like, uh, an amalgam of, like, lords, feudal lords, basically, that mm-hmm. all fall under one banner. So it's kind of like a mishmash of weirdos and then he just is the head of that house and they are they're all weirdos yeah yeah. whereas the other two houses are more like i don't know homogenous i guess like they all feel a little samey in terms Mm. of like their beliefs and stuff whereas this you got a big band of misfits there Mm. and he just i don't know he's got a bow bow characters fucking rule and fire emblem he turns into a dragon rider his plot arc is interesting enough i mean the actual plot focuses on the main character Byleth, but 
I think Claude is just an interesting character all around. Um, So, yeah, that's what I got. And my number one best character, Tak Yagami from Judgment because what a guy. Yeah. I love him. He is sarcastic and he kicks ass. He's a good detective. He was a lawyer. I love all of it. And his partner, Kaido, is fantastic. (laughs) I do also like Kaido. Yeah, but no, I... It was refreshing for me because as much as I like Kiryu in mm. Yakuza, he's fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Tak was not dumb. No, And no. he was really smart. Obviously, he was a fucking lawyer. Mm. And, like, even though he was disgraced, more or less, he still stuck to doing uh, private detective work and stuff like that. And you solve a whole mm-hmm. fun, good mystery. Right. And just the whole thing, like, he's funny even in the side story things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the shit that he comes into contact with. He's always has some cool, witty thing to say mm-hmm. or whatever. So I... God, I want them to make more Judgment games. And I hope that they keep him as a character going forward. Because, I yeah, I just loved him as a character. Do you think they you'd love to see, like, another realm where they, like... Yakuza... Uh, yeah, and I, then like they bounce back before between I, the two. Yeah, I do think that would be cool because mm-hmm. at least it's different enough. Yes, that it would be interesting to see them like try to invent new mechanics every other year mm-hmm. for a different style of game. I mean, right. even though the fighting system is very similar, it's like the detective-y aspects. I think they could have done a lot better with so but but i mean it was their first time you know what i mean so like it's kind of hard to just be like wow this wasn't as good as it could have been i i think with more time they could have made a much better detective elements Mm. and things like that so i i would like to see them do more judgment i just don't know if they will yeah but but on the other hand they're making a the next yakuza game is a fucking rpg Mm -hmm. so like who knows what the hell they're gonna do going forward Uh, after that like i i'm not yeah for all I know, they're making Judgment mm. 2 right now. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. It's just going to be a visual novel next time. <laughs> it's going to be Phoenix Wright. I, you would love that. I would love that. Yeah, I would take it. Another character that I really liked in the game, I can't think of her name, but she was like the lady that worked in the lawyer's office that you were in. Oh, regularly. yes. I also cannot think of her name. But like she was just well written, and then like you have to like beautify her to like. Yeah, to get yes. the information you mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was always very like sassy and sarcastic. Uh-huh. Uh, she was very like a well liked yeah, character. She was a good character mm-hmm. as well. And then, as I said, if you if you want some of that Kiryu stupidity magic, you have Kaido. Kaido's is right, right there. there. Right there for you to be yes. as dumb as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. I yes, I appreciate. Is Judgment is a good game. I it liked, is. I liked it a lot. All right, what do you got for your characters here? My number three mm-hmm. is a game that we talked about earlier today, Casper Darling. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Virgil. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 Casper Darling. Yeah, man, control. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, Kind of spoilers for Control. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the final recording where he is dancing in that music video? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Well, like, uh, that was my point. Like, he starts out, he's kind of nerdy, kind of dorky. Yeah, so, like, and, he's a scientist yes. at the Bureau of Control in Control, and he is never modeled in-game. It is, no. like... FMV live action cutscene of this guy mm-hmm. who is the head of research. Right. And so he's telling you all about the topics of the Bureau of Control and like what things are and what they do. 
and like as the game's going on, he's like slowly becoming more unhinged to the point where like in one of them he's like in his underwear. <laughs> And then in the last one, it's that music video. Yeah, and it's something <laughs> it, else. It's like a 1980s music video. It It is bizarre. The one, there's one near the end that is called, like, unused footage or something. Mm-hmm. And it is just, like, him and the two assistants, like, kind of awkwardly standing there, <laughs> like, looking back at each other every so often and smiling. And it's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> fuck is this yeah so weird he put his all into that oh that, definitely to those sequences and just like yeah. how disheveled he becomes by the end where yeah, he's yeah. just like the shit he says <laughs> is priceless it's yeah, yeah so like the, oh, what the fuck there's the one where the the person like yells from off camera and is like i need to go down in this elevator what's the code and he's mm-hmm. like well you know it's this because of whatever and then he just like does a double take and looks at the camera and is like We'll cut that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, he just does a good job. Yeah, yeah, he does. I had a good time every time one of those projectors was there. I was like, all right, this is going to be something good. Mm -hmm. Definitely my favorite part of that game. Yeah. Um, My number two is Sam from After Party. Okay. Uh, I did not experience this, but I will. Yes. Sometime in the coming week. Which it's the Ashley Birch oh, okay. yeah. character. Uh, she's she's the, so good. She is very good. She's so good. Uh, she's the cab driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me yeah, that. So yeah, like, so you're just kind of like... Uh, you have to kind of bounce around between different areas. And it's basically, I think, just lo- hiding like a load screen. But like in that load screen, you're getting like dialogue Dial- between and them. Mm-hmm. And she's like just very sarcastic uh and but then at the end there is this like very genuine moment that you have with her that you it, i don't want to spoil anything because yeah, yeah. like you're because you i keep saying you need to no and this. i will i just haven't had the right. wherewithal to which it's not like it's a hard game no and it's not that long either no, no. so i definitely within the next few days can mm-hmm. do it so i'll and probably it, do it tomorrow actually yeah so no like i, I she's my favorite character in that game nice so. and then my number one i for oh yeah it's uh, Dante. Interesting. I just... And this is not because of, like, any narrative stuff. Yeah. I just like playing as Dante. Okay. A lot. I, I mean, give you that. I mean, he's also a sarcastic dickhead. Yeah, oh, yeah, So yeah, I'm yeah. a fan yeah, of like, that. I'm not, I've always been. Yes. Uh, and because this is really my first experience with Dante, other than, like, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. I, I really kind of grew to really like playing as Dante. I like Dante in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh... He's just funny. Yeah, he's I. He's very good. Yes, at yes. Being sarcastic. Yes, and, and he he's just cool. Oh man, you should watch the cutscenes of Devil May Cry Three. Uh, in the first scene of the game, the demons come into his office and knock over his pizza, and he is not cool with that. And then you gotta beat the shit out of the demons because they fucked up your pizza. What a good character. I love I've always loved Dante. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just can't fathom people taking like that plot and stuff seriously. No, I mean that there's our parts of Devil May Cry 3 that are obviously more serious than well, that, yeah, but yeah. like the opening scene is his pizza getting fucked up and you're like this I'm on board for this game. And then he like hits the jukebox in his office and it starts playing the insane Devil May Cry music and you're like okay. Well, especially considering like as you said like one wasn't quite there. Yeah. Two was considered like an abomination. Yeah. 
and then, and then three, three was like three starts out with like his pizza getting messed up I know. and then him going and it's crazy. Just like this is it. You must have. It must have been Fonzie's the jukebox yeah. to play this fucking insane <laughs> heavy metal music, and you're like, we're I'm all the way invested yeah. in this character in I this am game. Back on board with this franchise. I yeah, know. and I mean like fucking yeah, his entrance into Devil May Cry Five is mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's all it's all wonderful. Fantastic, yeah. yes, fantastic. So I guess we'll move on to the best story. This took me. I had to think about this. I didn't have as big of an issue, but two of the games you didn't play this year. Yeah, so obviously not Death Stranding. Um, that was not in the t- that didn't make the top three. I... Even games without story would have beaten Death Stranding for me. Uh, so I, uh, three for me was Jedi Fallen Order, because I just, like, even outside of it being a kind of a shorter story, like, I think it just does a good job in a Star Wars sense, which is not something I can say about a lot of other Star Wars stuff that's happening right now, is, like, it just is, it focuses on the aspect of, like, what would happen to the Jedi after Order 66? Mm-hmm. Like, how would it affect these the people that survive? And the answer is not well. No. In uh, like, I, I mean, even the ending does a good job of showing that. Obviously, the person who was the most broken by it shows up. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, it just is. They use interesting plot tools to show the characters and the various ways that they all got fucked up. And like, even though I don't think it's like an amazing story i just think it is like a good character study of the star wars universe almost i would argue it's as good as the movies i mean probably it's on par with the no i would i would say that's the case too it's just like it seems weird because it's like a shorter game and there's not that much character interaction to be like oh great story but i it is i i enjoyed the game as well so yeah it is I, I liked it. I hope they make more. I think they will be able to do a better job going forward because then you don't have to like give a shit about introducing the characters anymore. Right. You can just be like, oh, let them loose on whatever. Um, number two for me was Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is not normally something I would say about a Fire Emblem game. Normally the stories are mediocre at best because it's like evil kingdom is taking over and you have to stop the evil kingdom isn't it more just about the characters though it is but this one also i think the overarching plot is interesting because just because of the way it is separated into three houses like Mm. there is the kingdom and the empire and the church and you have to try to figure out like what you believe is the person who's correct and all of that and then depending on which house you pick things actually do change up quite a bit like people who play uh red eagles uh, they like see the least of the plot like overall like in golden deer i actually defeated the real bad guys and like saw who the true evil bad guys were but in some of the other ones you do you don't see that like it just doesn't actually come into play because the main conflict ends up being different um but but yeah just overall like the the way the they set up the world it's one of the few 
in a long time where it actually feels like they created a world that feels lived in. Like you could look at a map and know that that's where these people are from. And like the world has history. Mm. Whereas like in fucking fire emblem fates, it's like the entire planet is two countries that have only existed for like 50 years is what it feels like. Mm. And then the rest of the planet is water or something. Mm. God, I hated fates so bad. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess part of it is just I I liked it overall because mm. it's like I haven't liked a Fire Emblem game in a while, so it is refreshing. And the fact that it actually told a good story is like wild because mm. there's only so many defeat the evil military stories you can tell before it's <laughs> like we've there is nothing else we can do with this plot. Yeah, but you couldn't marry people, so then like, what's the point? Uh, I mean, that's fair. I did marry someone. I, I I know at the end you can like choose. You can marry, no, but... yeah, and people get weird about the whole dating sim thing. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's part of what has been ruining Fire Emblem for a little bit now, is because instead of it being more like a strategy game, people are like using it as a waifu simulator, and it's mm-hmm. like. I just want to have the tactical battles. Yeah, yeah. I I do like when the characters have supports and they become interesting characters, but like we don't got to get married. Right. That's yeah, fine. Like, I'm cool yeah. with it. So yeah, I I enjoyed it overall. Mm-hmm. I don't have any like particular praise to give to any part of it, but I just think as a story overall for what Fire Emblem normally is, it's mm-hmm. like a thousand leagues <laughs> above well, that, I think. And it's um, the first time that like a Nintendo game has been like fully like uh voice voice yeah i actually think that is true and it was all pretty good yeah um and my number one obviously best story is judgment judgment because it is just fuck oh my god the final scenes Mm -hmm. when you're in that courtroom and you shut those people down and you work together with the prosecutor what oh man i it's because of phoenix right i think that i ended up liking this game so much but like it just they're good at telling dumb bombastic stories the yakuza team and it just but then like it it does get serious enough oh it does it gets serious enough a lot of the time yeah and i that that's what i like about it is like i I think that yakuza especially in the more recent ones kind of went towards the insane ridiculousness like we talked about in yakuza 6 with the fucking ship magic ship that's been Mm. beneath the pier for a decade or something and you're like "Mm, how'd you hide that there this is like stupid as hell but th- this actually, I don't know, it was more grounded in reality almost for me. Like the raincoat killer mm. type stuff. Like that all is something that could happen, you know. Well, and just it. like the way everything is, like the government's involved, the police is involved. Yeah. This like hospital's involved. <laughs> The Yakuza are involved. Like, it, it's just, like, this and, and massive it, conspiracy. And it does a good job of somehow balancing yes. all of those things yes. so that you are, like, you're never exactly sure of who the true villain is. You just know that you need to prove what's right. Mm-hmm. And you need to do what's right. And it pays off in the end. And it does. Yeah, the ending, I was very invested mm-hmm. in the whole, the whole thing. I just, I remember being so invested in like i wanted to finish it and then it pops up with the thing that's like hey man shit's gonna pop off for a long time so if you need to go to bed you should do that and i was Mm -hmm. like damn it i do need to go to bed (laughs) and so then i had to do it the next day but that shit that game Mm -hmm. goes places man (laughs) which we did a spoiler i mean we did our spoiler cast so you can go back and listen to that but Mm -hmm. i yeah i did gotta make another one yeah i need judgment too 
Well, I'll just take a Yakuza 7, though. I mean, I'll take Yakuza 7, but I want Judgment 2. I want mm. Talk to be a character still. I need to solve cool courtroom dramas. But at the same time, if this ends up being just like a one-time thing... I mean, I'll accept it. I won't be happy about it, but I'll accept it. it, it it's nice to have these every once in a while. It does. It's, sequel it's, heavy it stands on frames. its own. And I think he's a pretty famous actor, so they mm. probably won't be able to get him again, but I try not to think about that. <laughs> also, the English apparently is pretty good. People do say that. We didn't experience that. I did that. not experience that, and I will not. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got. Mm-hmm. What do you have for Run. your story? Double my cry. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> I did enjoy that story though. No, I know. Uh number three is uh Plague Tale Innocence. Okay, yeah. That uh, makes sense. Yes. That was like one of the narrative focused games. That yes, yes, that came I out played. It does that like very uncharted thing where it's just like Cutscene, gameplay chapter, cutscene, gameplay mm-hmm. chapter, you know, and the end, you just kind of play through the game yeah, and, like, yeah. it ends. But, like, it, it is an interesting story, and it is, like, just a character story between, basically, this brother and sister where, like, the they were living in some chateau in France, and, you know, then it's ransacked by the Inquisition, just trying to get to the brother, because uh, he has, like, some supernatural abilities they want to kind of get access to. So then, like, the two of you just end up going on the run and just trying to avoid the Inquisition. It's just a very well-told, like, uh, just character yeah, yeah. story between, between, like, brother and sister. I think you may enjoy it. Yeah, I think I would enjoy it. And it's not too long. But there's the stealth. I mean, it's not, I like... Mean, but... I, I, you, I am, like, the least, like, oh, like I too. hate stealth. I also don't like And I, I tolerated this game. Okay. So, like, it, it's fair. not that bad. Yeah. It definitely has enough payoffs. That, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That the the stealth aspects are as I I think it if it comes off as more like a puzzle than stealth, but that's just okay. That makes sense. Then yeah, mm-hmm. that's better. My number two, we don't really have to talk about too much. It's Judgment. We just talked about Judgment. Oh, fuck, oh, uh, it I is love it so much. It's, it's a I, really well told story. I don't I don't know what my game of the year list is going to be this year. Normally, mm. I can pick it right away, and I know. This year, I have no idea what my game of the year will be, but... You I, don't even know what your game of the year no. is. Wow. Judgment is so good, though. Yeah. So we'll find out. Wow, that is... I really like Judgment. Yeah, it's, it's very good. It is. And then my number one is After Party. Okay, which makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, the game starts out, and you're like... It, like, at a party. It's like a college party. Yeah, and then they die, right? And they no, show they're... Hell? Oh, no, like, and then there's, like, a plot twist in the middle of the party where it's, like, oh, you're actually already in hell. <laughs> and, like, everybody at the party is just demons just okay. kind of tricking you. Nice. And then they're just very confused, so then they got to, like, <coughs> find out why they're in hell and how do they get out of hell. So then they just kind of, like, it's just a series of, like, doing these really weird things that you have to kind of, like, get stamp of approvals. I don't want to spoil too much, but, like, yeah. there's also, like, a character, Beelzebub, not Beelzebub, uh, Wormhorn, who like just kind of pops up every once in a while and and, and it the whole point is to just kind of like piss off like milo and lila uh milo and lila mm-hmm. uh so like and eventually Wormhorn does kind of break them in a in a way nice and then and then at the end the whole point is for you to have a drinking contest with, with satan, satan to so you can leave hell yeah so it and it, it it ends up being like a four-hour thing. It's it basically yeah no, it's just a small adventure game. Yeah, that yeah. it ends up being. It's not even really puzzle-heavy. 
Which uh, I believe they their first game was Oxenfree, mm-hmm. and that is yeah, about yeah. the same length. Right. So. Yeah. And it's very well voice acted. I mean, it has, you know, as we said, Ashley Birch, and mm-hmm. it has Shiva from, I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, Janina. Janina, whatever. Kivankar, whatever her name is. She's the main character. Mm-hmm. She was the main character of... Star Wars. Battlefront 2. Yeah. She was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, that, that one I would like to talk a little bit more about. I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you. So. Well, so we did a good job of not really spoiling any games. Uh, this uh, yeah. one... It's hard not to. This one is kind of hard not to. I, Well, let me see. Uh, okay. Well, mine are not necessarily spoilers. Mine, like my number one, it's oh, impossible okay. that not well, to be a fine. spoiler. Uh... <laughs> Death Stranding had to make an appearance. Is it the <laughs> is it the Princess Beach? Of course it is. is My it? number three best moment of sequence is when Amelie literally says out loud in this video game product, "It's like you're Mario and I'm Princess Beach," and then they and then they run on the beach together in slow motion. In slow motion with the song "So Happy Together" playing. That's not what really happens. Right? No, they don't run in slow motion. They just run. Oh, they just run. They just run on the beach, which it might as well just be slow motion with some fucking song in the background. But like, <laughs> it's because Norman Reedus makes some statement where he's like, "Oh, so what? I'm Mario and you're Princess Peach." And then they argue for a little bit, and then she says the Princess Beach thing, mm. and that at that point. I, I already had had enough of this fucking game. I had already had enough of Death Stranding. And I just... I literally paused the game and I had to go upstairs and tell my brother. I, I had to tell another human being about this real moment that just fucking occurred. Because... What? That's a line that someone wrote! And, like, it's not even like they could have just ad-libbed it or something. Because there's lead-up to it because of the Mario and Princess Peach thing in the beginning. And it just, it blew my fucking mind. (laughs) It blew my fucking mind. So I had another one that I almost put on here. And it was when Amelie comes to you near the end of the game and says, I've been lying to you this whole time. My name is Amerigo, like Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> and that was also pretty fucking wild. <laughs> they're just, they're, oh God, there were so many times during Death Stranding where I was like, is this game insulting my intelligence? Is it is it insulting me? Is it saying like you should not have played the, for this long? And in some cases, I feel like, I tried to force myself through that game so much, which is why I haven't been playing games as much the past couple weeks, is because I feel like I just burned myself mm. right out. Um, fuck. Yeah, sometimes you just need a break, and now's the perfect time it to is take a perfect that break. Time, but yeah, fucking Death Stranding, dude. Mm. What? Princess Beach, get the fuck out of here with this. I'm a little surprised this isn't in your like most disappointing. Death Stranding? Yes. I. We all knew. Everyone Did you? Knew. Like, I knew. I knew. I knew, I knew the secrets. You, you, you can tell. At a certain point, you're just like, I'm not going to enjoy this. I had to come to terms mm. with that. And then I started playing the game, and it really became very clear. That was like, oh, I probably... I, I just feel like six months ago, you were very excited about I this was, movie. and it could have been a worse game. Right. But it also could have been a lot better. 
Probably. I, I just had he he isn't it. Kojima's not great. That's what we've all come to learn here. He's probably already making his next game. I think I saw he's start. He just started working on his. Next oh yeah, project. he tweeted that he was like alone in the office, working on the next thing or something. Hopefully, he hires an editor. Hopefully, he just has a better idea. That's what I hope. Is there any chance of a Death Stranding too? Technically, maybe. God, I hope not. <laughs> Would you buy it? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. To you got it. I got it. I already. You don't did it have once. to know. No, I have to know. You, f- Princess, like, Princess Beach. It broke Man. you. This game like almost. I broke know, you. and you know what? I gotta find. You gotta keep mm, going. No. It's like when you started. When I started TV show, can't stop. You gotta. You know can stop. I could. I mean, he's not gonna make that stranding too. I don't think. I think he'll make some other weird dumb thing, which I hope is just more batshit insanity because that's what I want out of right. it. I just want it to basically be a movie and not having to walk from place to place for hours on end. So yeah, when I say best moment, that one's in sneer quotes because mm. I laughed a lot and it, I will never forget it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. My number two is one that will be on no one's list ever anywhere, and it is from Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 3. And it is fucking something that only people who have the full context would get anything out of. And is it, it is, the ending? No. Oh, okay. It is when Shion comes back, and I did tear up because it was the only thing. People tried to be like, oh, I need this game to clear up all of these issues i had with the story or whatever the literal only thing i needed this game to do was for Shion to come back and for roxas to come back and for them to be together with axel for even one moment and the game does do that and i watched the scene again earlier and it makes me happy every time because Shion did come back because and oh my god because axel can't remember her mm-hmm. we can't get into the whole plot of kingdom hearts but then when Sora, because she was a part of Sora, he knows who she is. And then when Axel sees her face, he remembers. And then fucking Roxas comes out of nowhere. Oh my god. I love Kingdom Hearts so much. See, I thought he was going. you were going to say the ending. Because you were no. super hyped up about that ending. Oh my god, the secret ending is dope as fuck. But there needs to be payoff for me to get excited. Okay. Because okay. like you were like very... Because it's like tying into another game. Oh, the game. secret ending? To, oh my god. I don't I'm remember. I'm so yeah. fucking okay. hyped. I'm st- I think that the, uh, the DLC actually ties into that. But I'll find out mm-hmm. in a month or so. But no, I... The story about Shion, Roxas, and Axel being friends and then... Roxas stops existing and neither one of them can remember Shion is like the most fucked thing I can think of. And the fact that they all get to, oh, they get to be together as friends. God, I love Shion. Oh Eight for Axel. Eight for Axel. <laughs> yeah, Axel was the least important part of that whole thing for me because I just needed Shion to be there. Who cares about Axel? As long as Shion is there and Roxas remembers her as, oh my god, top one. And my number one moment happened last night when i was playing control and so there is a portion called the ashtray maze Mm -hmm. and you can get there earlier what in the game which i did and it is basically just like this weird 
shitty hotel, like what it would be outside of your room. Yeah, yeah. And there's like tables with ashtrays on them and stuff. And it, the walls rearrange and you can't, you can't do anything. You can't. You just keep running around. You just keep running around in a circle. Later in the game, you need to get through there, mm-hmm. and you are given. <laughs> you are given the janitor's Walkman, mm-hmm. and he says, "Just put it on. You'll be able to get through there." And so you get to the hallway, and you put it on, and it is it starts playing this fucking heavy metal song mm-hmm. about control, mm-hmm. and I love that song. That is a is a masterpiece. It's not a good song, but like contextually, <laughs> contextually, it's hilarious because yes. it also means that that's what the janitor was listening to probably the whole game. Yeah, and that, that's excellent. That and it's all about her. It, like it, it's a it's a bizarre song. It fits that. But that then just so like the fucking the way the doors move mm-hmm. and the space warps and changes and you're like jumping through these insane door spaces mm-hmm. doors open and close and like the enemies appear behind the doors and then you try to go run to shoot them but then the doors obfuscate them and it is just absolutely wild yeah. and like that's the kind of shit that i like about control mm-hmm. is when it is just weird shit about the oldest house that is happening and like contextually like reading the documents and stuff like i just want that bizarre paranormal shit Mm -hmm. who knows why the fucking walkman and the song allow you to walk through there it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter because as soon as that song started playing i was just like what the fuck is going on yeah yeah and i i was a big fan the song is hilariously bad but it is it's insane. Mm-hmm. It did get me pumped up, though, for it that did. whole sequence. It, did. it was It was interesting, to say the least, for sure. So that's not really that much of a spoiler either, I guess, no. unless you're waiting for something to happen at that part, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was half expecting, like, something from Judgment. Like, maybe the no. courtroom or something. I did, I did like a lot of those sequences, but... Princess Beach. <laughs> Okay, my number three uh-huh. is in Bloodstained when you get the double jump. <laughs> yeah, that is key. That is key. That like that it changes everything. It does, and it's like this is when the moment. This is when the game kind of clicks, and it's just like, and you're just waiting for it the whole oh, yeah, time yeah, because yeah. they show you so many things. And yeah. You're like, I could get up there yeah. with that double jump. Just it, fucking give it to me. It, it, you're playing on Metroidvania. I you know, know you know there's it. a double jump. Yes, like, just let me have it. Yeah. And I feel like it took so long. It did. It takes forever. And then once you get it, you're like, now the game is good. Now I can, yeah, the traversal mm-hmm. is top notch at yes. that point. Yeah. And I don't know about you, even when I don't need a double jump, I am almost always oh, double jumping. Oh, always double jumping. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to. Yeah, so like, By yes. Um, I went with a couple gameplay ones just because okay. like, like that. And that that was definitely one. Yeah, that just is like, definitely one. Uh, that really kind of stuck out to me that I was just like, man, this completely changes the game for Mm -hmm. me. My number two is when Dante finally shows up in Devil May Cry 5, and you can start playing as Dante. Dante, uh Uh-huh. That That is also very good. Yes. And and the cutscene when he comes in is good, and then like... And then just playing as Dante is amazing. It is, yeah, because he is in the beginning of the game, but yes. then he gets injured, quote unquote. Right, I right. think he's dead, but he, we all know he's not he, dead. No, he, yeah. he's the son of Sparta. 
you you knew that there was going to be oh, more yeah. Dante, and so eventually he comes back and you get to play as Dante. And you didn't like the one moment when he gets the cowboy hat and then he does no, the Michael Jackson. I was dance. not a big fan of that <laughs> one, but that is also pretty special. Yes, I I enjoyed the the Michael Jackson just because it just comes out of nowhere. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So you. And then I didn't like using the the cowboy no, hat. Did not like the hat. But yes, just Dante showing up. He's my favorite character of the year, and just when I finally got to play as him, I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then my number one moment is in Gears Five. At the end, when you have to kind of choose between JD or Dell. Oh, okay. Death. I remember you saying this. Yes, yeah. and it's just because like. I need to know what like the future of the franchise and like how yeah this is how gonna... do they choose yes. like wh- how does that even work yes. going forward yeah did they like do they have one in mind that they were going to do all along that's a canonical ending or are they going are they waiting to see like what the popular choice was or are they going to take like a Wolfenstein approach where like there will be two branching paths yeah. in the campaign which would be definitely awesome it but would be much more ambitious and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like. Well, I mean, they're trying to be more ambitious. They right? are like absolutely. adding the open world thing and yes. adding more of a plot than yes. Gears has ever had before. So, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, like, I do feel like there is a potential that they will try to like have a branching path, and because it'll be the end of the trilogy, I think like it wouldn't be a huge tall, tall like you know ask to yeah, yeah, have yeah. just like the final game have like two slightly different campaigns. Yeah. So, I, I that would be obviously the best choice. So yeah, I think it would be. I hope they do do that because mm-hmm. just because I think that's an interesting thing, especially for a AAA studio to yes. be like, here you go. Yeah, because like Dell, JD and Dell are like two massive characters. I mean, JD was the the protagonist in the first game. Yeah, and he's Marcus's Phoenix's son. Son, which if you choose JD's death. It, like you can tell that just crushes Marcus, <laughs> and I feel like ninety percent of the internet did pick Del to cute to kill Dell because they just couldn't do that to Marcus. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like you play as Dell, play with Dell throughout the entire game, and in the second chapter, it's just you as Kate and Dell, so you're just kind of getting to know him. So I felt more attached to to mm-hmm. Dell than I did JD, who then comes back and he's kind of like a dick. So like I. I it was a hard decision, and I did choose, you know, to save Dell. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just kind of—it was just shocking that moment because you just never expect that kind of stuff. To you expect that in like a Telltale game, but you don't expect that in like no, a massive triple like A triple A title. Definitely like, not. So yeah. yeah, that was my uh, that's my biggest moment of the year. Nice. I did like the maze, but like. That was, yeah, I was not ready for that no, moment. No, no, no. Because I remember you asking me, like, did you hear the song? Yes. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because there is a room somewhere else <laughs> where a song plays. And right. I was like, that can't be what he's talking about. <laughs> and then as soon as that started, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is insane. Yeah, I was like, I just kept asking you about the song because yeah. I knew... I, but I was not prepared for the maze to, like, work like that either. No. I just thought that I would be able to, like, take a left, but then you're, like, going up and down and, mm. like, through magic non-space. Mm. It's bizarre. Um, and the way the wallpaper is, it just, mm. everything looks so fucking crazy yeah. and weird. That, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, so yeah, this is much shorter than I thought it was going to be. This is like a regular episode. I think it helps that there was no news. There was no news, yeah. So, where that would be 45 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. 
a half hour at least. So, you know, this ended up being the perfect length. So, yeah, we will see you guys sooner than two weeks because on Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. The 31st. Yeah, we will be doing our Game of the Year podcast. Yes. Top 10. I don't know necessarily who will be here. Obviously, me and Matt will be. Yes. Uh, Our friend Nukio will be as well. I don't know if... Uh, anyone else will be joining us or not, but we will see possibly one more person. Mm-hmm. Um, Which that would be that would tie us for the most. Yeah, that would tie us for the most. Because I remember the one year Justin came. Yes. Um, I will play after party before mm-hmm. then, so I expect that to be on my top ten. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because, ew, this year's rough, dude. I like I liked a lot of games, but I don't feel super passionately about a oh, lot yeah. of them, especially because the two of the games I felt most passionately about were Link's Awakening and Iceborne, mm-hmm. and like an expansion and a game that technically had come out in like 1998. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's weird. Um, I oh my god, Nukio screwed me over today. What a dickhead! He's been wanting to play Final Fantasy 14. Okay, and I was. it's a lot to get back into it it's an mmo you got to pay a monthly subscription fee and it was easy to say no because i don't have the most recent expansion Mm. until today i woke up and on my screen it says (laughs) nukio has gifted you final fantasy 14 shadow bringers here's his message merry christmas bitch (laughs) and you're just like no i was like well it was really funny because steam gives you the option to decline and i was like i should decline this (laughs) be like no i don't even know this person who's Mm -hmm. giving me this game but I, you know, he wants to play really bad. But what the fucked up part is we're not even at that expansion. We're one behind. So we'd have to beat that expansion, which is already like fucking 80 hours. And this one. I, oh, my God. I mean, we'll probably play, but that's... At least, like... He got me real good. Not a lot is happening in January, February. No, but he, he also wants me to play Trails of Cold Steel. That shit's like 90 hours long. <laughs> I can't... I can only do so much. Yeah, you gotta... You're gonna have to pick which one he wants me to do. Because, like, once March happens... It's, it's over. over. I, it's over. So you, you, better tell over. Him, you better tell him he's got two months. <laughs> oh, when I saw it, Merry Christmas, bitch, I was like, <laughs> you fucker, how could you do this to me? <laughs> which is retribution, because for Christmas I bought Kelvin Final Fantasy X on Switch to be a dickhead, mm. because he's owned it on, like, every single platform, and it's more like a punishment than a gift. <laughs> So I received I received my retribution for my terrible dickhead gift. So, oh, is there anything you're gonna play? And you're looking forward to in the immediate future? No, the two games I wanted to play was uh, Resident Evil, which I I'd still want to finish Claire's. Yeah, and then I wanted to play Wreckfest before the year. Yeah, and so yeah, you're saying like for me, I have a top fifteen that I need to whittle down to ten. I think I could easily whittle down my list to a lot. I just right now I just have copy and pasted all the games mm. that came out this year that I beat. But I think I could cut a lot of them, right? Because I just don't feel super strongly about a lot of them. Um, I would like. There's a lot of games I'd give like four out of fives to this year. Interesting. But I don't think I would give a single five out of five this year. 
And that's kind of how I feel about this year. I would give a couple games a 5 out of 5, but then even then it's more just like from like, uh, you did such a good job design-wise. Like, I would give Sekiro a 5 out of 5. But that's not my kind of game. Yeah, but like, I don't feel super passionately about that either. I just Mm -hmm. think like the design of it is incredible and like I enjoyed it, but not... Like, I don't know. Every other year, I feel like there's one game where I'm like, oh, this is yeah. my favorite thing I played this year. This year, I don't really necessarily know. I'd have to look about it. Last year, I had a tough decision. And then everybody's going to get mad when Kingdom Hearts 3 is on my <laughs> top 10 list. And that's, you know, that's fine. It's all right. People, fine. I like Kingdom Hearts, okay? You're going to laugh really hard when Crackdown Oh, I, I mean, yeah, list. I know. I can't <laughs> wait to see how high Crackdown is, though. That's the... we. You should start betting pools on that. You and, don't tell Nuki all that. It's that's gonna be really high. <laughs> Let's see his reaction. Oh boy, I can't believe that game came out this year. This is bad. I've, this, I you can't be that surprised because like I've talked about that game a lot. This no, I know year. you've talked about the game. I'm just saying like the fact that it came out in oh, 2019 yeah, yeah, yeah. is like bizarre, buck wild. If we beat Shenmue, that could have been my game of the year. Shenmue three, <laughs> game of the century, more like. <laughs> There's no way that would make your top ten. That's probably true. There's no that's way. A, that's it's fun enough. It's only fun because we're playing it together. And that's what makes it special. Liz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell me if you were playing that game on your own, you would I, be enjoying it. I don't it as think much. I'd be able to finish it on my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean we would not you would not have spent so much time fishing. No. But now we have that sweet jacket. Now we have a sweet jacket, so that's cool. Yes. All right, but with that, uh, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Check them out. And uh, this is our last podcast, like regular podcast of of the year, of the decade. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be... I do want to kind of mention that... I know, like, your one friend is asking about, like, us doing a decade Mm -hmm. podcast. But, like, I asked you a few months ago, do you want to do, like, a decade or, like, Games of the Generation? We decided to do Games of the Generation. Yeah. So we're not doing, like, a Best of the Decade because, like, that really kind of makes it redundant. Yeah. So... But I do have a lot of plans to do for next year for, Mm -hmm. like, Part 3 and stuff. Yeah. end of the generation stuff so we probably won't be doing a lot of frosty stuff yeah not year. a lot of frosty in the coming year but but i after this coming podcast our first one's probably just gonna be like a preview of the year yep because like there's going to be some stuff real to talk about. real bangers yes. coming out early in the year especially yes. the first half of the first year half of 2020 is, is stacked up is going to be better than this entire year <laughs> probably yeah that's actually <laughs> probably true so um but yeah so with a regular podcast we'll be back in two weeks yes. but uh this coming tuesday we will be back with our uh game of the year podcast so yes. Stay tuned for that. We will catch you guys whenever you decide to listen again. Peace.